the best thing that I could describe this, this whole experience, because it's going to sound pretty freaky from here, from this point forward. And what's what's interesting about the human brain is that it can get pretty freaky pretty easily. <laughs> pretty easily. With like not a whole lot of outward <laughs> yeah. stimulus. There's yeah. a lot of weird <laughs> that you can make your brain do. And there's a lot of bizarre things that can happen just with with everyday items. So we're now going to discuss... Not drugs, by the way. Not drugs. This is We're not talking about outside There substances. are zero drugs involved yeah. here. This yeah. is all purely inward and, sounds and, and, so and sounds and things. So, and, and it is all 100% real. Let me tell you, this is not... It's real. Alright, from the top. Be serious. Start a 28-minute timer. You see, I do 20... I do 28 because... You see how it's uh, 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 it's 30 minutes is a thing, but sometimes it takes me a few minutes to get over to the camera, Sean. And, That's silly. You know, sometimes, you know, things bad. That's we're here with silly. Sean, ladies and gentlemen. We're here. This is my brother, Sean. Um, What's up, guys? We're here at the house in the studio. Uh, for the first time, the first podcast fully recorded in the studio because Zach's usually out of, of uh, outside of here. Um, this is the, the corner of the studio with it's the least true. shit on it. It's pretty dope. It's yeah. got a lot of posters and shit. Yeah, it's fun. Building this was a blast. Uh, it's a good time. I, I, I'm also, for the record, I've been scripting for two days about oh, a, really? a video. Yeah. Oh, cool. It's almost. I'm almost done with the scripting phase. It's it's about Blue Beetle. Blue. Oh boy. Oh boy. Tell, I, tell I the folks at home. With, tell the folks at home with Blue, what Blue Beetle is. <laughs> I haven't seen Blue Beetle, but it's one of the most uh, like acclaimed and like hyped movies in the DC universe in a long time. I would say highly. Yeah. Probably yeah. the most excited fans have been for yeah. for yeah for a release. So, no, no one gives a shit about Blue Beetle. I I <laughs> no haven't been able to see it yet, but <laughs> Blue Beetle is such a joke. It's like it's a it's 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 funny online because it's yeah. such a non-character that no one yeah. gives a shit about. Yeah. And like, uh, what's also funny, this is the the genesis of the video, <laughs> is that you know the whole the whole James Gunn is taking over DC thing. Yeah. So this is one of the last. This is there's oh, one more after this. I didn't know this. There's another. Dude, so there's no no no. <laughs> what, the, uh, what is after? What follows so up? Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle is has just come out, and and Aquaman two. Is oh gonna be the, boy. It's oh, gonna be the final boy. the final movie in the DC EU. Yeah. So. What's fascinating is I've never seen I've never seen movies in this position where like thousands of people worked on these movies yeah. and they are they are, they literally are part of a of a of a crumbling universe of a dying of universe. a literal dying universe like yeah. they're making references to characters that no longer yeah. exist. Whoa, you know, it's crazy. So that's like, that's, that's what's so fascinating about. Wait, so, so I want to ask you about this. Yeah. So so with the dying of the universe, like I don't understand what happens because I can only understand the Marvel universe or like comic books. I understand like canon and non-canon. Is this so, really like they, no. they like created a book series and now they're like that doesn't exist anymore? That's sort of that's sort of what's happening. Starting over. Or? That's sort of what's happening. So okay. so basically, the executives uh, over at Warner Brothers, who own, <laughs> yeah. who owns DC, uh, they 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 took a look at the the upcoming slate. Uh, first off, the DC, this is all going to be covered in the video. Oh, but uh, the whole the whole um, the entire run of DC has been just littered with failure yeah. littered with failure the entire yeah. time they've been trying to recreate the mcu they have not been successful most yeah. of the time yeah. like um i won't give it away but there's 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 it's, it's the numbers okay. are, are crazy so I, I have a question so i'm confused on the timeline because when i thought of dc back in the day like i thought of like the og batman movies and then christopher nolan batman movies and like obviously that was, a, that was a massive success yeah and then i and then it transformed into like Batman versus Superman and Aquaman and dog shit yes. along those lines. Okay, it's right? funny that we're getting to this to, to this now, and normally we do this at the end, but because I'm, I'm doing this, I'm, I've been scripting this video for so long, and this will be the next thing on the on my YouTube channel. The recommendation for next week is Man of Steel, which was oh. the first film 
in the DC EU. Yeah, it was. So what what happened was after that the success the after the so Nolan was 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 Warner Brothers is Warner Brothers uh hot turkey. Okay. He's been with Warner Brothers his entire career. I don't know. That. I think until Tenet actually Tenet was was something different. Oppenheimer and and Tenet I think were multi studio things but yeah, I love Tenet. Anyway, so Warner Brothers was Nolan's guy. Uh-huh. Am, I, am I boring you? No, I'm just listening. <laughs> I'm just listening. This is this is this is my listening face. Did I look like completely out? You just looked like No, I was just like considering like okay. fucking with my nails. Alright, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm all here, man. I'm locked in. Alright, I'm alright, sorry. Um Okay, so Nolan was their guy. So Nolan was right? their guy and he made three very, very popular Batman movies. And, right. And and I wanna point out like extremely culturally relevant. Oh, yeah. Huge. Like there's a difference between like box office numbers. Like I'm sure that Transformers and Aquaman probably did okay at the box office, right? But the they weren't. Movies, they weren't. They weren't cultural were events. A thing. They yes. were a thing, right? You know what? And by the way, the DC has never been able to recreate that feeling. Yeah. Uh, the the Avengers, the MCU have with with the in game. In game was that. Yeah. Where like everyone's like, holy shit, this feels like an event. And Infinity War for sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. Infinity War was absolutely both of those, and then also most recently, Barbenheimer was like that's since true. then. That's true. As far as like movie event things, but uh, first one in a while. Anyway, so so DC had their boy, and he made a lot of money for him. And then they had nothing after that. They they wanted uh, what Marvel was cooking basically over there. You know what yeah, I mean? They, they wanted a little bit of what Marvel they were stewing was stewing up. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what they did was they hired Zack Snyder to direct Man of Steel, which we'll be discussing next week. Really? Yeah. And we're gonna get all, into all this next week. Hopefully, the video will be out by then. It will. So so they literally they they had like they had Christopher Nolan. They had these like respectable, amazing films, and then they handed the reins to Zack Snyder. They handed the reins to Zack Snyder, and it was an unfortunate choice of a person okay. in my opinion i think that he, he he delivered like a really dour depressing superman movie with man of steel i haven't seen it but that's yeah. what i've heard it was uh, it's a legendary red letter media video oh man this movie is like uh you know those simulators they have at carnivals and stuff where you get in and it's like you're on a simulation that you're on a roller coaster or something watching this movie is like a uh, like a simulation of what it must be like to completely lose your fucking mind Oh my god. You're going along just fine, you're normal, and then just like that, something in your brain snaps, and it's all downhill. Rich? It's a celebration of excess. <laughs> That's putting it mildly. These both sound uh, like they could be good things or bad things. No, they're bad things. They're very <laughs> bad things. No, I've never seen it. I saw the Red Letter Media as yeah, well. Yeah, I've never so, seen the, the movie. I have a I have a funny perspective on this because I was essentially a kid when it came out and I saw it as a kid and I had just come off of seeing the OG Superman movies with like Lex Luthor. Lex Luthor oh, dude, Superman on, Returns. Like, the, yes, on like the ice island with yeah. the kryptonite stones. We grew up with that shit. movie. Yeah, we grew up with that shit. That thing yeah. that bombed. I'm sure. I'm sure. I saw it in recent years and I was like, <laughs> yeah. goddamn, boy. Yeah. Um, but I watched Man of Steel and I remember the first time having fond memories, I think because like the first 30 minutes of the movie is captivating and it's like Superman. It's yes. like Superman being cool and being Superman. Is it an origin story? I don't actually remember. And it's like fighting. It's it, more it's or like, less. It's like, yeah. like yeah. Pa Kent and all that shit? Well, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So it literally, I, I, it, it goes from the farm to him like getting a suit and becoming a superhero. So mm-hmm. I would say so. Okay. Yeah. And I think it covers like legit him coming from Krypton, but I'm not sure. Kevin anyway, Spacey is Lex Luthor, by the way. What? In those movies, In those there's only movies. one movie, so they, that, that that was a, that was a reboot. So there was there was a, a bunch of Superman movies uh, back in the day. I don't remember the actual decade, seventies, I think, but I, I'm an idiot, so sorry. I never seen any of them. That was before my time. But there was they tried to reboot reboot Superman in like 2009, whatever that was, mm-hmm. and Kevin Spacey played Lex Luthor, 
And uh, that's for whatever reason, that was the movie that we bought on DVD or VHS as kids and we watched like, the shit out of. That was like 2000s. For we sure. watched that all the time, but no, that movie yeah. bombed horribly apparently. But uh, anyway, that, was their, that was their first attempted reboot. And then this Zack Snyder thing is their second with, uh, with Superman. Okay. Right? So that's Man of Steel. We'll, t- we'll discuss that tomorrow or next episode, excuse me. Yeah. And um, it'll be fun. But until then, <laughs> I want to move on. You told me some shit the other day. I like Texas Summers. I genuinely... So, okay, okay. I have to preface this. So I just got back from out of town, and my first Where? like my first like two nights when I was back in Texas from Durango, um, I was driving at night and I was sweating, and it was like ten thirty p.m. and I had my windows down and the uh, the sunroof up, and I was like, "This kind of sucks." It was like ninety five and it was pitch black outside. Yeah, and I was like, "Damn, this kind of sucks," um, but I got used to it now, and now like I don't know. I've been I mean I've lived in Texas my whole life. I think you have as well. <laughs> so for me, like I get these warm fuzzies about like these warm summer winds and these warm nights. I love it. Like I love running in that shit. It's it's my shit. So I'm fully like I'm acclimated. Spoken like a true. Spoken with, like with, with skinny privilege skinny over here. Privilege. Skinny privilege, dude. Bro, if you were fat, you would by, not be talking okay, all these shit. By the rest of the world standards, I'm like not skinny, right? So you're I'm, American I'm, skinny. I'm, you live in America. Just because okay. you. Took a trip <laughs> yeah. to Central America, I mean, like, which, by the I'm way, in, what, by the way, I, my other for the record, we're gonna we're gonna discuss uh, a geography more okay. later. Oh, but yeah, I legitimately, for a long like mm-hmm. until like a week and a half ago, thought, <laughs> where was Guatemala in your mind? I'm I thought so it was excited. in South America. I thought it was like like under Chile. Damn, like next to Antarctica. Damn, that's that's fucking down so, there. So when I said I'm taking this three hour flight, no, no, chi- no, sorry, ch- Chile's all the, all the way down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. I, I always like, I just thought it was like South America, north of South America. That's what I thought. Okay, sure, yeah. that makes sense. I thought you were gonna that be like sense. Brazilian, you know? <laughs> okay, I see that. Which, by the way, we were we were put we were placing bets on if Sean was gonna bring home an impregnated Guatemalan yeah. woman, but yeah, didn't happen, I should I should preface. I went to a, I went to Guatemala for four months yeah. in uh, March, like March through. Uh, whatever that is, July, August, and then I went to Costa Rica for a month. And then I came home for uh, our cousin's wedding, uh, which was in the beginning of August, and then we went to Durango for a week after that. So that was like the uh, the return. Lots of trips for you. Yeah, man. So I'm finally literally, and then I went to Austin this week. So literally like these past two days is what I consider like being home. I'm finally like, I've yeah. been thinking about this for a month. You're through with everything. I, literally a month ago, I was in Costa Rica getting eaten alive by ants. And I was like, when I'm fucking back home. Dude, tell like, the ant story. Recording a podcast. Tell them what you were doing. Okay. So there's this program called Workaway. A lot of people do it. Um, it's essentially if you want to travel for cheap. You go about and you sign up for this program and you can find hosts all over the world that agree to uh, um, let you stay with them. They like provide you accommodations and they often provide you um, food. This one didn't, but whatever. Um, so if you don't want to pay for rent. damn ripoff if you ask me. <laughs> um, essentially, you find hosts all over the world after you sign up for this program and you go and stay with them and do some work for them. Probably usually three to four hours a day. It's typically somewhere along the lines of farms or families that need families that need a caretaker while they're at work or farms that need you to fucking weed whack or root weeds and shit, right? So I was like, fuck that. I don't want to spend money. I'm going to go to Costa Rica for cheap and I'm going to stay at this place. Um, And while I was staying there, the work that I had to do was take a weed whacker and whack literally. I hope we can put an image of it. It's literally like. Imagine like almost like forest weeds, like super fucking thick weeds that haven't been cut for like a year. And you're in like the rain, like the, you know, around the equator climate, like thick fucking forest weeds like this high. 
and I had to take like an average Joe weed whacker and be like, <laughs> and I would literally go like top to bottom. It would take me like, you know, you, you're cutting the tops. same plant like four times, literally, literally. And like the plants were so strong. I was cutting like half trees down and they would get like the roots would just get caught in the weed whacker. And I'd be like, now I got to fucking take these roots out. Anyway, yeah, bunch of shit. The worst part by far was that every four steps there were these invisible ant piles and there's these ant colonies in this fucking field that I had to work in. So I'm in like work boots and full pants, weed whacking, and every like three minutes I look down and my whole legs are just covered in ants. Like fire ants, almost as bad as they are in Texas, really bad fucking fire ants. And I just be like, well, God damn it. Like, and they it, start, it literally they start, could not be me, bro. I, 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 bro. The first time I see that shit, I'm like, Bro, fuck this. They, fuck they, this. They, they only bite you when they're all over you. You know what I mean? And it would happen like four times within yeah. like two hours. I'd give it four. I would throw off my weed whacker, run over, fuck, 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 get this all the shit off me. And I just had like welts. On he came legs. home with insane. Do you have yeah. photos? That's probably yeah. too gnarly for the podcast. But yeah. he, he had like crazy, like like, like giant literal, yeah. comical whelps yeah, on his yeah, on his leg. Like, like yes. not American ant yes, whelps. Yes. Like huge fucking like, things. Comical fucking yeah. massive blisters all yes. over my legs. Yeah, it was it absurd. Was, it was so insane. So but, that's, is that is that why you called it quits, sir? No, you were like, this is be you, I didn't give a fuck. And the guy was super chill. I could have done that longer. I would have just gone slower. You know what I mean? No. Like, you're not mandated by any means. It's sure. just like some guy that's like, do this. And you're like, all right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're slave master. <laughs> literally, literally. Dude, you, you literally signed up to be an indentured servant for, a, everyone, for so like funny. two weeks. It's, it's so, so funny. Because people that don't travel are always like, oh, you don't get paid? <laughs> Like, <laughs> you don't get paid. You just get to stay there. What Sean a, signed himself up a for a life you, of servitude. You got there, but for me, I'm like, fuck yeah! Like, I'll go be someone else and not be paid. Um, but literally, the last like, Sean be like, <laughs> I made a bunch of money so I can go travel. Let's not spend any Let's of it. Spend, that's the whole point. <laughs> what, I don't understand that. I truly, this, really, I I'm just so far away from. I'm gonna work yeah. on the land to live there for free if yeah. I go to a place. Yeah, it just so is not me. That's why it's interesting. That's funny. See, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the problem with like. Okay, we have to do planting shit for three hours. But I did mission trips my whole life. Which bitch, who the fuck are you talking to, bro? You did like two. In my memory, you did like two. Bro, I did four, five, five. Really? Yes. Oh shit. At least four, probably five. I didn't know that. I did just as many as you. Also, by the way, I think mission trips. The word mission trips has a completely different connotation uh, in the rest of the world. Our church is weird. Is something I learned. Mission trips for the podcast. We did not go try to convert people by any oh, means. God, yeah. We did not talk about the Bible. Uh, like we talked about it like once at the end, and we were like, "Jesus is nice." Yeah, like that's why we're. It was here. literally. It was just vibes. It was it just. Was it was just, just hanging vibes. out with yeah. with your with your with yeah. your people. So yeah, dude. So uh, the w I have such fond, incredible memories of yeah. those mission trips. You have yeah. just straight good good memories well, the whole should, time. I I do think we should preface for like what mission trips actually like You're what right. they were to us. Sure. Like, it was literally just a youth group of essentially people from like 13 to 16 generally. And it was a group of like 30 kids within that age range. No, it was seventh grade through senior yeah, year. Senior exactly. But generally there weren't many seniors. That's right. Right. So it was yeah. like mostly 16. Um, so it was just them. And we'd like go. It was a wider age, age range. Or, Sorry. Go ahead. Um, yeah. We'd like go build fences or paint shit for people. Right. And it was all just like fun and gags and getting to know your fellow youth people. That was the main gist of it. Right. All the memories that we have, like I have, I have, I have a few memories. The first, the first one that we went on, by the way, the the church that we grew up in was the Methodist Church, which I always say is the most liberal 
like most accepting one it is easily and, and even even outside of methodist our church is fighting to remain the title of methodist that's how liberal they are yeah, they're yeah. like uber mega mega liberal uber super mega liberal yeah. we've had we've had gay people in our congregation my entire life it's not, it was never a big deal so uh anyway that uh, uh, but yeah i went on a, a bunch of mission trips and the first one i went to was on was costa rica and yeah. that's why I was Whoa. like, my I was in I was in seventh grade, Jose, and we had I just the memories that I have are just hanging out with. Sorry, I was <laughs> you're good. We, the memories that I have are just hanging out with with the boys, just chilling, like playing cards and shit. Literally, and then also the world, the, the at that time life changing zipline. Which did I ever tell? You? I, don't, oh, I never told yeah. the zipline story. I don't think we've ever heard this. So, dude, this is this is me in seventh grade. I'm a little fat, chubby piece of shit. All right, and we, I'm going on this, huh? Disagree. You're just a massive child. You're right. I'm big. I'm big. You're, 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 you're but I'm big. Si- you're but six, I'm fat. You're six foot one. Okay. okay. And, and and slightly overweight. But you're six. I'm foot overweight. One I'm overweight. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm tall. I'm very tall, but I'm also yeah. uh, also chubby. And um, I remember distinctly that there was a 200 pound weight limit for the oh, shit, for yeah. the for the zip line. And for the, the zip the zip line, for some context for the folks at home, <laughs> is the world's longest zip line. And most dangerous. It's world's <laughs> longest and most dangerous zip line. It literally there's it, it, it has the Guinness World Record for like for for str- longest A to B point. It's like yeah. a mile and a half. It's fucking <laughs> yeah. Crazy. You see videos of it. It's like it's. It goes like it goes literally through. Crazy. Like you see, like like mountains on either yeah. side of you. You go through this like cavern. It's like yeah. Jurassic Park. It's yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. So uh, it blew my mind when I was a kid. But I remember distinctly. I saw that two hundred pound weight limit. I knew for a fact I was over. I was like two fifteen, two twenty. Jesus something like that. Christ. Easy, easy. And then, God bless you. <gasps> yeah. By by. Well, I'll say this. I might believe his name. Anyway, doesn't okay. matter. Probably doesn't matter. But anyway, sure. uh, one of my one of my counselors. Uh, was this big old boy? Big old boy <laughs> who he was he was probably he was probably my height, pot taller, belly, old man, six two, old man. giant pot giant belly, beer belly probably yeah. or something. But he was uh, you know a sweet old old man. But he just walked up, saw that two hundred, walked right past it, strapped that thing on, let's go, just hopped on. So I was like, all right, baby, we're in the clear. <laughs> you like wait to see him finish. I literally, I literally let him you, go first. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like. Yeah. Would you like to? <laughs> I think I'll wait. I, I had to go get some water or something. Just watch. I'm like this. His, his fat ass is gonna splat for sure. I thought. <laughs> oh god. That's no, I thought. I thought. I, I genuinely did think that he was like gonna fall. I was terrified. So I, I wanted him to go first. But once he he just did it, and it was fine. Which, by the way, the weight limit on that thing is probably three times that. But they do that for liability. It's probably like 300 pounds. It's probably at least. 150 times, you know. I think so. Yeah. yeah. All right, so I want to talk about the Durango trip, dude. So yeah. we did, uh, this is the third year we've been to Durango. Yeah, I think so. And the thing that we do every year now mm-hmm. is go on these, we take we rent these ATVs for the day. Yeah. These like crazy four-wheelers. They're four-seaters. Yeah. So I don't know the specs of these things, but they're yeah. huge. And they, they are powerful as hell. Yeah. Uh, the first time you ride them, you, or at least for us, when the, the rocks and the shit in front of you, you're like, just yeah. there's no way it's getting up, and it just goes, yeah. it just yeah. goes straight over the. It, it, it's it's crazy. really remarkable. We should. I also, I I think they're better called like buggies, yeah, like moon okay. duggies almost. They're not like four wheeler like ATVs. You're right, and and it's also a box. It's, yeah. it's you're completely it's, encased. It's like a cage and a yeah. four wheel, like cage. you're driving like kind of a small car, right? And it's just made for going over rocks. Yeah, but so yeah. so we we split off into groups of two, um, yeah. and we've my parents did this four times when they were up there this time because okay so yeah just for a brief explanation my parents rented this place in durango and then they just use it as like uh they take they'll, they'll have family friends up and they'll go 
they'll they'll each spend like you know a week with with this family friend yeah. and then a week with that family friend because yeah. they have this space so they want to utilize it and get some return ROI as the kids say. <laughs> <laughs> also, they're very nice people. You business major, right? <laughs> hey, yeah. The first time it's ever come into usefulness was this <laughs> exact moment. That's not true. I worked at Enterprise Motherfucker. I'm in a car for three years, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but anyway, a, yeah. So the ATVs are, are awesome. What was, the, what was your What was your experience with them? We, 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 we rode together the entire time. That's interesting. Yeah. So it was just. It was I'll just cut in some of the footage um, right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, before I Before I went on this uh, the ATV thing, I was really sketched out because last year I was really anxious as well because it was just like. It's crazy, bro. Like you're doing mountain switchbacks, and you're looking at the fucking road, and you're like, "Oh, this." There is there is no railings. It's yeah, just like, straight death it's right there. If you go over the right, you're just gone. Yeah, like you're just gone, and it's like, half, oh, bro, it's like I had a, a car length and a half, if that. Like the roads are small, so I had a lot of anxiety going into it. And can so I, I can I tell like, them real quick about my anxiety thing about the last year? Yeah. That so was yeah, so so Patrick, I have, I have a thing with heights, which developed when I in my adulthood, weirdly enough. Yeah. I I never had it as a kid, but I I have this this. Like paralyzing fear of heights now, ironically because I'm <laughs> fucking tall. Um, so, <laughs> so many people have made that joke. You have no idea. Really? How are you scared of heights? You're out there all the time. Yeah. So uh, dumb as hell. I get it. Um, but uh, but uh, I had this crazy like paralyzing uh, fear, fear of heights, and my brother and his girlfriend, the delightful Patrick and Brittany, yep. uh, decided to take a photo next to this ledge, and they just walked right to the side of it. And turned around for the photo, and I was like, "Stop! Stop! Stop! You're too close! You're too close!" Like, like freaking out. And they're like, "It's good for the picture." It's like literally imagine imagine the fucking Grand Canyon, and there's like the railings here, yeah, and then the ledges here. There's no. There, to be fair, they didn't jump over there, a railing, but there's there's no railing. there would be in they, that case. There, there should be. Yes. Like, and they walk up to the edge, and they're like, the oh, literal very that? edge. Whoa, fucking idiots! It's really far. And I I cannot tell you how much. Like, yeah. For the next fifteen minutes, I was just picturing them falling and then like picturing yeah. their their corpses and shit it and it was just 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 doom spiraling the yeah. the memory yeah and um i told them later i was like just for the right just just so you guys know that really really yeah. freaked me the fuck out when you yeah. just did that and they're like oh sorry so we're all fine now but that was yeah. that was no good Very but dude but, but there there is there you're yeah. up there and it's dangerous it's legitimately dangerous so it's, yeah. it's, it's fair to feel anxious yeah so this is this is like the this is interesting to me that there's this like there's this line you're towing, right, between danger and fun, right? And you're literally, like, revving gas mobiles across a mountain where you can, like, very easily die if yeah. something goes wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? You could very easily die. And, like, that's part of the fun. And it's so funny because we're, we're taking these, like, average... I don't consider that part of the fun. But it totally is. It totally is. You're right. It's part of the thrill. Enjoy it. You're right. Enjoy the thrill for sure. Yeah, but then you go fast. You're right. Okay, fair enough. You know, and it's. I think it's funny that, like, I don't consider any of us like uh, danger seeking, adrenaline any junkies. in our family, adrenaline junkies at all. But then you you put the you know you put someone behind a wheel and you give them a sense of control, and it's like oh fuck yeah, yeah. like let's push it a bit. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like you, Patrick especially, like and you too. When I was driving with you, like y'all are always wanted to push it further than I want to, mm -hmm. right? So it's uh, I don't know. It's kind of it's that it's towing that line, right? It could also just be that you're a, a pussy, <laughs> and that I we enjoy a, having fun anxiety and shot. <laughs> Imagine having anxiety for this fucking going really little... fast in a four wheeler next to a death cliff. <laughs> this little bitch. Yeah, no, I I totally get it. I I truly I duly I do truly get it because I had that experience with Patrick and Brittany last, and I was just yeah. like like yeah. just like that horrible feeling. It's the worst, man. Yeah. So anyway, that was a uh, awesome. But I wanted to mention that. So we do this every year. It's the third year doing it. My third time doing it. Yours too. 
I think so. And uh, we this year we went during the rain. So we 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 brought and oh, we, yeah. we saw it in the forecast and we were like oh shit it's probably gonna rain so we packed we put what you do is you put a bunch of rain shit in a, a trash bag mm-hmm. or your bag and you put it in the back of your four like in a bag because it gets super wet you know just normally speaking and then it was gonna rain and so uh, we we stopped and we did this like fire drill of like. Uh, we stopped for a second because we saw the rain shit. up there. Yeah, yeah, put on all your shit. We literally, we were literally driving on this like open, yeah. like in a valley of mountains. We looked forward and it's just like death, dude. Like black, like yes, in front of us. And we were like, like suit up, suit <laughs> up, like, get going, boys. This is what we trained for. And our parents had gone like two weeks before, and they'd gotten like brutally hailed on, like yes. golf size yes. hail, and so we were painful like, hail. Yeah, we were like, fuck. Yeah, let's let's put the shit on. So we, we put it all on. Luckily, there, so we have it all on when we hit the rain, and then the, the yeah. rain. The rain happens and it clears up pretty quick. It's like not too bad, yeah. but it's, it's kind of like drizzling. Yeah. And then we, we we get going again, and then we see like we just look ahead, and there's just this black wall, a fucking black wall. Yeah, like picture picture crazy. you're looking out of this valley. You take you take a left, and, and there's just this open valley, and there's just this black wall <laughs> yeah. of water in front it's of like you. It's like lightly po- drizzling over here, like but Harry over Potter there, shit, legit. it legitimately literally, Harry Potter literally. like dark ass clouds. Yeah. And uh, I was like. Let's fucking yeah. go! Sean You're and I were there, so like, let's hyped. go! So I, was, I was in the passenger seat. I was like, I see them. I was like, all right, let's go, let's go, let's go. And you were like, <laughs> dude, it was so sick. <laughs> it was so oh. sick. And you go, we go in there, like, you, you got your goggles on. It, it reminded me yeah. so much of Mad Max. And you're like in a caravan, right? There's exactly. like four cars. So you're following yeah. each other and you're like... So sick. That's so much fun. Yeah. But yeah, just just hitting the water like that. And the, the water was fun, but then we did get yeah. hail, which yeah. was sucked. Sucked. Hail sucks. You were... <laughs> what? What? So I was... Okay, I was your passenger the whole time, right? So I'm just sitting there and I have all this time to like suit myself up and like protect oh, myself. Oh yeah, I'm driving. And you're driving with your bare hands. So your gloves got that was too a, wet. No, no, I, I, I forgot them. my gloves. That's the one thing I forgot. Oh, that's right. Okay, okay, okay. So, and so you have your hands just getting belted by hail. <laughs> and my hands were like under my jacket and you're like, Sean, Sean, hand me something, hand me something. Give me a towel or something. I was like, there's not, there's nothing. Sean's there's, in a fucking I was, cocoon. I was like, there's nothing here, dude. You can't, you can't protect it. Sean's over there and is, it, like just curl up in a ball, yeah. literally completely impervious to the weather. I was like comfortable. I was like, this is cool. Sean's reading a book. Yeah, sipping hot chocolate. Literally. Oh my god. Uh, fucking uh, yeah. And it legitimately so hurts funny. so bad because there's yeah. like the only windshield you, you get because fuck. it gets it gets <laughs> it's so funny. And then I would try to I would like try to try to steer like underneath and then yeah, they'd hit yeah. the side of my wrist like here. This sure has been has been a pretty pretty fun podcast so far, Sean, but uh, I think that it's we should it's kinda kinda hot. You know, when do you think it's a little bit hot in here? Honestly, I'm pretty good. You're fine. <laughs> Genuine, That's not the bit that we agreed on, goddammit. Genuinely, it. like, I'm kind of... You're vibing? I'm kind of vibing with my hair right now. Okay. Well, I'm going to take mine off because I'm fucking tired of having this hat on. Just a minute. Okay, that's fine. Well, I don't know. I mean, what do you think of my hair? Do you think it's nice? Whoa! You're blonde as hell, boy. It's really blonde, dude. It's gonna take some getting used to. I I, I wanted to, so uh, this is a, I think the, it's the, cute. It matches your eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> you redhead fuck. <laughs> 
it matches your eyebrows. That's awesome. No, that's cool. Um, no, but yeah, the, the, it, so I, I, I tried to do it at home with my dearest mother, mm-hmm. and um, she did not do it correctly. What, she, what happened when she did it with so, you? So what had happened was so what had um, happened fucking. Was. I, I asked her. That, uh, I was like, "Hey, we were on the trip together," and I, uh-huh. she was like, "Oh, we'll do this when we get home. Just, yeah. just you know." So get home, and I assume that she said because she said she was going to do it that she had some experience, you know? Yeah, doing this. Well, she's also been cutting her hair her, her whole life. That's right. So, so yeah, my mom. This, she's this a baba. The, she's been she's she's been cutting hair her entire life. Our yeah. hair, our entire lives. Uh, the first haircut I ever got in my entire life was my uh, first week of college or second week of college. Oh, from a barber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty I don't. Well. I'd only been to like two barbers when I was twenty-one. My mom had cut my hair my entire life. Yeah. So we should we should talk about breathwork. Okay. Okay. But real quick, I do want to say my head is getting a bit itchy. Oh. Right now. Okay. And I want to say that this is actually not my real hair. That's not. No. Yeah. So oh, right. so I haven't told you since I've been back. I've been wearing this for like a few weeks. Dude. This is my wig since Guatemala. It's anyway. It's this he said t- he said that's what all Guatemalans look like. Yeah. It's this weird thing. But um. So actually, I got back and uh, I let mom wait, cut wait, my wait. hair as well. What's I see you in Spanish? What? What's I see you in Spanish? <laughs> te veo. Te veo. Te veo. Wait, pe, pe, te veo? Te veo. That almost sounds like fucking... Yeah, dude. te veo. Te veo. Te veo. Okay. John's been literally saying fucking te veo like every day since he got home. Yeah, it's weird. It's this new thing I have. Yeah, um, yeah but actually I, I I cut my hair a bit ago uh-huh. and uh, mom died it last night uh-huh. and she also messed it up. <laughs> Oh my god! What the fuck? So it turned out a bit different than so yeah. I thought it so would be. We, we, we did this at the same time, and yeah. uh, and uh, mine turned like autumn red, autumn red. I'm talking like it matched finally my beard, and then um, Sean's just turned this this color red. What, and, what would you say this color is? Good question. It's like. I thought like orange sherbet. Yeah, it'll come to me. It's something. <laughs> okay, it'll it's come. something. It's not quite ginger. It's it's just like yeah. It's like it's like you remember. It's like six year old kind of energy. <laughs> you know how yeah. young kids have have like red yeah. hair. Yeah. The young the young redhead kid, but it's not like yeah it's not, yeah yeah. It's yeah. like that. I'm I used to be way more strawberry blonde. <laughs> now I'm more brown. I'm glad that's my energy. Yeah. Every every family member that's seen it has gone. Uh, well. Are you seeing any girls? And I, I go, no, not really. And they're like, then it's fine. <laughs> they don't say if they like it or not. They don't say if they like it or not. They only say that. It's so funny. That's awesome. Yeah. So good. But anyway, our hair's fucked up. I don't know. Mine's fine, I guess. So this we'll is it. it this is it. This it's is the pretty whole thing. fucked. It's pretty fucked, guys. It's very orange. It's it is fine. what it is. So this this is actually a genuinely interesting topic. So this mm-hmm. and and it's gonna take some 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 uh, some some background here. So my father Mm-hmm. Uh, is is very good friends with with a guy. Uh, yeah. Should we uh, no. say his name? Yeah. Just say guy. With a guy, and um, uh, that guy was with us for three days of this Durango trip, and that guy is a breathwork specialist. He's been doing this for like I don't know twenty years, four, fourteen twenty years, something like that. Yeah. And what breathwork <laughs> is is essentially over oxygenating your bloodstream and your brain by breathing intensely heavily for a long mm. period of time and having some sort of psychoactive experience because of it. And it is a uh, fascinating. Mm-hmm. My entire family did it. Uh, Brittany included. It's one of the wilder experiences I've ever had. 
Um, and we actually had we we, we debriefed it for mm-hmm. like ninety minutes the night before, and he told us the history about it. Yeah, and what was so cool, I didn't know this, but the but the, know this, the, uh, the uh, guy who essentially started the science and created breathwork for what we know it today used to be an LSD guy. He used to be, <laughs> yeah. he used to be super yeah. into acid. Literally pioneer of like he acid was, creation and research. He literally legit. was like one of the three guys that synthesized LSD for the yeah. first time. And then they, uh, because LSD became huge in the 60s, they uh, fucking uh, uh, outlawed it. Outlawed it. And then like 71, he, I think. Yes. And then he was like, well, um, if I continue this research, I could be put in prison. <laughs> yeah. Or I could go do this other thing that's also fascinating called breath work, which is completely yeah. free and requires no chemicals whatsoever. So he pioneered this this breath work stuff. And um, Sean, what was your experience? Well, let's actually walk me through. Walk mm-hmm. me through the whole. You you walk in. What's mm-hmm. on the floor? What's what's happening? Tell me. Tell me what's going on. Absolutely. So um, we're in this like moderate house, this Airbnb our parents had. It's um, everyone in my family. So me, Harvey, Patrick, Brittany, and my mom and dad. And um, essentially, they laid out little pallets for us. Like we created little almost beds to sit on. Like yoga mat, kind of. Like with, the yoga with, mat. With like blankets and pillows. Exactly. So um, it's essentially just a living room with no couches or anything. And we moved everything everything away. We have all these little um, little pallets. And we all lie down on these pallets. And so it's like my mom, my dad, Harvey, me, Patrick, Brittany. And so we're all just kind of laying here. Um, and part of the trick of the breath work, a big part of it, is the music. So our dad's friend... Um, him and another instructor came into the house and they brought these big ass speakers and they created a uh, playlist for us. It was like a hour and a half. Is yes. that right? Hour, no, 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 hours? no. The whole thing was three hours. It was, it was, it was long. It was long. It was 100% but, two and a half. Um, I wish we could put like a clip of it. I think if, if, if it's copyright video. free, I'll put it in here. So what's yeah. fascinating about the music is so, so also uh, everyone has blindfolds. Yeah. And so you didn't wear a blindfold. You just kept your eyes. Yeah, closed. exactly. You're, the idea is to keep your eyes closed the entire time. So he, he hands out blindfolds and he doesn't actually tell you, tell you how to breathe. He just says, yeah. breathe heavily and yeah. deeply past the point where you don't want to anymore. Yeah. Way past that point. Yeah. And like, it's called breath work for a reason. Yeah. It is work. Yeah. It is, That's the it only is like, guidance. it is so, it, yeah. it, it's like taxing to keep, yeah. but you just have to go. You literally, yeah, you're literally like, And he's like, do it, do it as fast as you want. Just get a rhythm going and yeah. keep doing that until you like experience something. Just yeah. keep doing it until and you will something know, happens. You will know when to stop is what he yeah. said. And it's fucking nuts, dude. It's, it's wild. Crazy. So he also said, he, and this is all in, in the debrief the night before, that uh, people have um, recurring experiences during this. Which mm. also, this, this, the, these... Uh, the descriptions of these things reminded me a ton of what people talk about with DMT, mm-hmm. which I've never done DMT. I'm not a big hallucinogen guy, but um, I'm fascinated about mm-hmm. this aspect of DMT, which is oh, that yeah. a lot of people re- yeah. see the same creatures beings. and beings. They see the yeah. same. There's a, there's a there's a giant like female figure and a giant yeah. male figure, and yeah. most people like a, like a big portion of the people that take DMT see some form of a male or, or like a, a big yeah. entity or something like that. Yeah. So that's fascinating. It might be like a representation of some sort of inner something yeah. or it's something else. We have no idea. Yeah. All that's fascinating, but there are all, there are recurring things that happen to people during breath work. And he said, he actually went into some, some, some depth about the, mm-hmm. uh, the birth 
yeah. traumatic birth experience thing. Yeah, Dude. I forgot about this. So so he, he said um, there's new research in breathwork even now, and it's like essentially they're dividing up experiences by what do you want to call them, like um, arcs or similarities. Mm-hmm. And you can essentially have like a early childhood prepubescent experience where you have a lot of memories from your childhood. You can have adult uh, like recollection of memories that you didn't think you had, things like that. And you can have... You can unlock stuff. You can unlock a lot. And you can have memories of your literal birth. Yes. Like pre, like when you're but in it's the not womb even, it's and not even, going through the it's birth It's not even canal. a literal memory. It's like, it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like a bizarre fucking primal feeling that mm. you're like... And so what people describe is like, a, is like this, like, this pressure on their shoulders and this yeah. like emergence yeah. or like type on thing. their head and like exactly. this emergence to light. So, so light. also we should mention that during breath work, it's extremely common to have really strange unexplainable sensations happen like just in your body <laughs> so mm-hmm. we should talk about the sensations of the experience no no we should talk about fucking uh 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 whatever it's called train spotting what's it called train spotting oh Brain spotting. um Brain spotting. So- esmr or something yes okay so okay yeah are you cool with talking about this yeah i'm done okay I'm fine. um all right so the best thing that i could describe this this whole experience because it's going to sound pretty freaky from here from this point forward and What's what's interesting about the human brain is that it can get pretty freaky pretty easily. <laughs> pretty easily. With like not a whole lot of outward <laughs> yeah. stimulus. There's yeah. a lot of weird shit that you can make your brain do. And there's a yeah. lot of bizarre things that can happen just with with everyday items. So we're now yeah. going to discuss not drugs, by the way. Not drugs. This is we're not talking about outside There substances. are zero drugs involved yeah. here. This yeah. is all purely inward and sounds and, 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 so- and, sounds and fucking yeah. things. So, and and it is all a hundred percent real. Let me fucking mm-hmm. tell you, this is not it's real. So anyway, Sean and I had this. Uh, there's there's a there's a a branch of therapy called EMDR, which is EMDR. electric micro displacement regeneration, of course. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and uh, uh, so that that is uh, that 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 we did that shit. We did a thing called brain spotting. We did that. We did that shit, <laughs> and it's unbelievable. Yeah, it, was it is life changingly crazily wild. So I don't know. I don't know about your experience. So the idea is, you think of a, a a particularly traumatic memory, and you sort of unlock it through uh, rhythmic um, beeping and tones. tones and touches and not touches, but so you're holding two uh, vibrating sensors, right? And you're wearing headphones, and so you, when you hear a left click, the, your left thing mm-hmm. vibrates, and then it'll go. Ding, ding. You're just you're just sitting in a chair with a pair of headphones on. That's yes. all that's happening. Yes. You're, you're just sitting here like this, and they just play this pre-recorded like tones and sounds, like random shit you would never think of, like yeah. um, like uh, bells ringing yes. and like. But it'll be like over there, the chattering of chimes. Yeah, and, and, and it's and, it, and it's moving around and shit, and then yeah. suddenly, and she's and she she warned us that the same thing would happen, yeah. but suddenly you just get these bizarre. Sensations, yeah. insane, In bizarre sensations. Yeah. So Sean and I had the similar thing where, like, our right foot was super yeah. hot, like it was on a yeah. fucking fire, yeah. and then our, our that our my left thigh would be freezing, yeah. And then like uh, I would get a, the weirdest one was we both got the same this like so crucial. spicy taste, yeah, like in my for, entire mouth. For me, it was so there was this like very distinctive bell chime. It's about an hour long. This like sound thing, yeah. Forty five minutes in, there's this bell chime. It goes boom behind you, and it's literally. I tasted every taste I've ever experienced through my mouth. And I was like, what the fuck? And you have your eyes closed the whole time, so you're just like, bro. 
<laughs> it is like it what is the fuck? Earth shatteringly weird. Yeah, it is. It's. It's so like. Crazy. It's like you're tripping on drugs, and it's. And, yeah. and it truly does unlock whatever yeah. is. There's. There's. There's new research about trauma. It's not even mm-hmm. new. It's been around for a while. Where mm-hmm. your body. Your body. When yeah. something traumatic happens to you, it physically. Yeah. Alters your brain. Physically, like, yeah. like, like crazy. So, like, it, your your brain keeps your body keeps the score, whatever the, the, the expression score. is. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it it is unable to move past that lock position, that freezing or whatever. Yeah. And this unlocks it. It's it's shocking and crazy and amazing. It's crazy. And when you unlock it, these like insane sensations run down your body. Yes. Like, I mean, it, it's just so odd to think that you could feel the way you do after you sprint a five k for four seconds in your back all of a sudden yeah. and, and then it goes yeah and you're just like what like i thought i was tired yeah. and it's just gone it's so crazy it's like your brain it's like your brain is just 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 on the it's just playing the reel of experiences that it's yeah. felt before yeah and it's like it's just it's just kind of like feeling stuff out and your your body's reacting because yeah, it's it's, so, it's so wild yeah yeah brain is Utterly it's like, fascinating. It's, I think the idea of the whole therapy is that it's moving around your brain, literally. Like that's the idea. Is I don't that they literally? No, yeah. I, I, as in, like, um, there. It's like sensing different parts of your brain and activating different parts of your brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah Throughout yeah. the throughout the timing. Sure. And so with those activations comes like these insane sensations. Yeah, yeah. That you would not get normal. Do EMDR, guys. If if you have yeah. any sort of trauma, and by the way, people think trauma is like fucking getting your your friends' guts all over you in Afghanistan or whatever. Like it, it can be anything. Trauma's a million different things. It could be as, as little or big as, as you want. Whatever makes you ill when you think about it, that shit's trauma, baby. Get it out of your brain. It'll make you feel yeah. better. Yeah, I agree. Anything can be trauma. It's true. All right. Uh, so I want to. So let's finish up the breath work real quick. So yeah, it's uh, just so, to experience. So yeah. So it was like yeah. two and a half hours, and it was started with this crazy, super, like super high pace rhythmic. I want I want to play a sound of it. I hope that we I'll try to I'll try to cut it in as much as possible. So yeah, so it starts and so you're just like I I thought about it like a like a like a train wheel. Like you're literally pushing your breath. So like you were working your breath that the thing that he told that that the thing that he said that I grabbed onto was it's a circle. It's not it's not a line, it's a circle. You go Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. An oval. I think about it as an oval. Exactly, like an oval. Yeah. But you, you go you bring it up and then it comes down and it's the same thing. It's yeah. not it's not one after the other. It's the same, yeah. just circular, circular, yeah. big breaths and you just keep going. Yeah. Keep going. And the, and the music helps immensely. Yeah, it does. And the other thing about uh the music, the, the reason that he said it's so loud is because people have crazy experiences and they say some wild shit. Our camera died. We Where were we? Breathwork. We're talking about breathwork experience. Yes. Okay, so I'm curious. Um, I guess we just go through it like somatic and just like everything. Sure. I mean, so like it starts, you're, you're breathing, like, like we said, I was circular breathing. And then about halfway yeah. through the music, he, he told us this ahead of time. He said about, about halfway through the music is going to get uh, a lot quieter. And that's hopefully when you'll be, you know, kind of just vibe. And at that point you can slow down mm-hmm. and just kind of like, just, just still, still breathe, but you can slow down when the music slows down. So that's, I mean, 70 minutes in. <laughs> Like yeah, there's, there's a long it was time. Like 60 minutes. Yeah. yeah, at least an hour of just. I don't, and it's so hard to describe the music because it's unlike it's unlike any other music. Like the closest thing I describe to is like imagine some of the hardest techno or electronic music you've ever listened to, or like have you been to a rave and it's like the really intense moment where it's like, yeah. and it was like that for an hour. Yeah, and you're lying on this like padded thing, right, and just going. 
for as long until something starts happening. Yeah, it's crazy. So what was when you started to like the first hour? What happened for you? So I I I was one of the the family members with the least experience, I think. But I'll, what happened to me is I got super tingly. Mm-hmm. All over my body, which might mm-hmm. have been a byproduct of me laying down on the floor. It's yeah, possible that I didn't. Like, right yeah, just, 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 but I got super like tingly, kind of like my limbs were asleep. Yeah, and then I got just floaty, just super light, Ooh, and I yeah. got just extremely relaxed, yeah. but super floaty, and kind of like you know, just just very light, and um, and uh, just I would get sort of like a, a hue, spacey kind of tingly things, but nothing crazy visually. Yeah, but yeah, but, but just generally extremely relaxed after that though that's interesting about you um i think i have a longer like a longer form explanation i guess um (laughs) i think i might put a little bit more detail into mine but uh i'm sorry i have been locked like memorized very differently or memoried um it was not a particularly crazy earth-shattering meaningful experience to me personally However, okay. the whole thing was extremely cool because I had some family members with crazy experiences. That's very true. Um, okay, so uh, when I started, my intention going into the thing, I kind of knew that I wasn't really in a place to like, they call it like breaking through or like going, essentially part of the idea is that you can almost leave your body in yes. a sense. Like that's that's how, how you're you can, you can You can take, uh, you can take, one gram of shrooms and like feel pretty fuzzy and yeah. see maybe some twirls or you can take six grams and see yeah. the double that's yeah. that's the difference yeah exactly like or leave your body completely like yeah. like people talk about really tripping and again this is no drugs this, so, yeah, this, this is, is without drugs this is without drugs but again, yeah. this is there's it's a similar they talked about drugs because they know they're not idiots they know that everyone in the room has done some sort of you know something not so <laughs> Except for Sean, and um, so fucking uh, uh, and me. Um, yeah. So so they anyway. A lot of the experiences can be drug like. So I never got to that point. Um, you can get to the point where you can literally leave your body, blast off. Like a lot of the people you hear that have done a lot of psychedelics, they'll say like, I was at a point where I was soaring through the galaxy. Like that's the thing that people that have done DMT say is like that their essence was going through. Anyway, I didn't do any ego of death. That. Ego death. Yeah, yada yada. Um, my experience was very like. I've done a lot of yoga. I've done breath work. I've done a lot of those things before. You never done breath work like that. I've done things on my own that have been like not like that, not like structured mm-hmm. in that way. But I've done like experimented. You know okay. what I mean? Fair. Um, oh, huh. by the way, we forgot to mention that during this entire experience, the two people that are putting it on are mm-hmm. are uh, watching. Oh us. yeah, true. So that's this is like I, I was thinking like why? So they they they, they, they even say they're gonna give us the. The, uh, the playlist afterwards yeah and i was like what's to stop me from doing this myself and then yeah. i was like oh because i don't have anyone yeah the idea is you you're looking as, as little as possible so it's a it's a two and a half hour thing and also they said you're gonna have to pee pee right now yeah. but almost certainly you're gonna have to pee for whatever reason yeah it like you, everything yeah. in your body just kind of like gets loosey goosey yeah and uh and uh like you, you just just expect that you're gonna have to pee it's no problem just raise your hand again you're yeah. you're laying on the ground you're, you're blindfolded, blindfolded on the ground you're like blindfolded this. and you just raise your hand yeah. and then one of the the, the people is the, the sweet lady who who, yeah. who came with him love that that woman and uh she, she was that but, uh, sweet woman was so nice yeah, that sweet woman was delightful and uh and so then uh, I, I just raised my hand and said okay no problem hand on my back right there okay great and then i stood up this is probably like an hour it, it was already in the slow portion so probably an hour and a half ish in and 
the head rush when I stood up. Yeah. I was like, Whoa. I thought I thought yeah. I was about to fall over. Like I, I thought I was about to faint. Yeah. And um, I put both arms on her back and I like fell forward a little bit. And she's like, Oh, that's okay. That's okay. No problem. Yeah. Um. Or by the way, that before that, I forgot to mention, I was hungry. I hadn't eaten. Yeah. Uh, all that day yeah and i was i was i was hungry and i couldn't stop thinking about how hungry i was like I, I just you know i wanted to to, to think about the breath work mm-hmm. so i raised my hand and i was like could you have do i have like a piece of toast yeah it's so funny Can i have a piece of toast that it's like so so, like some hummus so you have this like internal battle right because you're oh. going through this like this like circular you're like focus focus but i'm so fucking hungry yes. like focus focus i'm so still so exactly fucking yeah i was yeah. i kept trying to focus on the thing and i just could yeah. not i was just like god damn it my stomach's grumbling right now yeah. like, i haven't eaten anything and um and then also you have the, the battle of should i should i really ask for food should i really is that yeah. like it's so yeah, like yeah, awkward yeah. to raise your hand or whatever but she's like oh yeah no problem and she yeah. just scurried away and then five minutes later came back with this warmed up piece of toast oh, with butter on it oh that's it perfect. perfect it was perfect that's so nice. But yeah, so they, they, they're watching you. And, yeah. Uh, by the way, the family members had like some wild experiences and they're, and they're taking care of you because they, yeah. they told us like, we you need people watching because you, there's people that will stand up and walk around. There's people that yeah. will like, that, 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 like, that like move all over the place. Like we're, we're, we're going to baby proof the house basically. Yeah. I was, I was, uh, I was laying next to the, the mantle, the fireplace mm-hmm. and it was like, you know, brick on the bottom. Mm-hmm. So she, she came up and put like pillows there yeah. next to me. She's yeah. like, so she's, she's thought of everything and she's been around the block. Yeah. She's been doing it for a long time. Yeah. They've been doing it for like 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was part of me. I was, I was moving a lot cause I'd done a lot of yoga. So I've, I have a lot of experience like, uh, breathing, getting into my body, things like that. Um, and I kind of started with the heavy, heavy breathing. And I was really pushing it for a while, right? Um, and I immediately, I, like I immediately got um, the tinglys. So this is something that uh, someone else described is that it kind of feels like, you know, when you've sat on your leg for too long and it's fallen asleep. And then I started getting those uh, throughout my body and especially like my left arm. And at one point it got pretty painful. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't know what to do about this, but I'm just going to stick with it. Like, I'm... I'm pain. I'm in pain. I'm like in discomfort because I've been pushing this breath for like 20 minutes, right? I've been breathing so hard. It is legitimately um, pain, like just uncomfortable. It's di- it's not painful. It's you are it's uncomfortable. uncomfortable. You want you want to stop. Yes. And this is the, the entire time you're like Fuck. yes, yes. This is the other interesting thing. So I was going through all these things. I um I started um really 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 getting into my body and having all these wild sensations. Like my feet got extremely cold. My legs got extremely cold. Kind of like the experience we had before. Um, I had all these like parts of my body would go numb all of a sudden and then come back a little bit hotter, things like that. Were you moving around? And I started moving around a lot. And so, and then after that point, it's like, uh, I would describe it as like your body wants to move a certain way. And I find that when I start doing it, usually it just like ends up in yoga poses. So I'll start doing like things like this. Like I did a lot of like shit like this. You know what I mean? That was another thing that he told us in the in the pre briefing that, that mm-hmm. I forgot to mention. He's like, your body's gonna want to do some weird shit. Yeah, just just do it. Just let it. Yeah, just let <laughs> just it. Let he's let like, it. if your if your arm wants to do one of these, go right yeah. ahead. Yeah. And he's like, if your if yeah. your leg wants to do a little circle, please. Yeah. Like, yeah. and it, it, it's like, believe me, it will. It's gonna yeah. it's gonna it want will. some weird shit. And like, uh, what's what's he also said? There's he told us all these things in the pre briefing that ended up happening, which so yeah. crazy yeah i'm like because it all sounds so stupid yeah and he, he was like he was like a lot of times what happens is people will have this this recurring sharp pain in one part of their body mm-hmm. and it just it shows up during breath work and there's this sort of like just yeah, kind of like I like about this. Uh, just 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 overwhelming sort of pain and tension here and it's yeah. and they can't release it and for whatever reason 
when another person comes into mm-hmm. the the situation and puts pressure on that point, they can like make it release. It'd be like it'd be like so you have really severe pain like right here. Yes, but it and only it only put, shows you, up when you start breathing. Yeah, right exactly. You don't you didn't have it before, yes. and then you like call someone over and you're like, it's just right here. It's there's right something here. like yes. there's this like really intense, and they just do this. They just do this, and they, they said like, like push against me. Yeah, push against me. Yeah, and, and you just do this. And you keep breathing. And you're like. <sighs> And you breathe into yeah, it, yeah. and then eventually it just, whoa, yeah. it just fucking releases. Yeah. So this, he told us this could happen, and then it happened to my dad. My dad, like, like he said, he he just the, the entire time he's just he's like had like this right thing in his, in his shoulder. Yeah. He was just right feeling here. on his shoulder the entire time. He's just yeah. like breathing, like sitting up, but feeling on his shoulder. And then the 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 nice lady who was with us uh, went up to to uh, my dad's friend, and it was like. Is it gonna be weird if I go over and ask to do the thing? Like, oh, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. He, she, she cleared it with him That's beforehand. Cool. Yeah. And 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 what he said was like, I don't know. Go ask him. So this is like an hour in, and uh, and uh, and she just goes, okay, Hank. Well, um, I'm, this is this is so and so. Yeah. I'm I'm here. I I see that you have some pressure here. I can help you. Yeah. And she just put her hand here, and she said, lean against me. And he just leaned against her and kept breathing. And then like I think it was for a long time, like seven minutes. Just breathing and just pushing seven minutes, and then and then he sort of just kind of eased up, and she released her hand, yeah. and then it was gone. And, and he and he yeah, and he, he blasted went off to fucking <laughs> he space. Went to fucking space. He went to yeah. fucking space. Yeah, he literally was released from the tension, and then he said he was flying through galaxies, like, seeing seeing like intergalactic inter beings like and full like, on straight up like, tripping visuals, yeah. like out of body experience. He was yeah. gone completely yeah. out of this fucking world just from just from breathing. Yeah, it's unreal. So like, and, and yeah. he said he was. He, Utter utter ecstasy for just, like just 40, forty minutes, just like forty his minutes just flying through, through the galaxy, exactly. Just like and then um and then uh he did the thing with this is this is we're gonna get into this a little bit later, but lucid dreaming similar yeah. to lucid dreaming, which yeah. I got I got a lucid dreaming for a hot minute, which is another non chemical fucking away from your body thing. Uh, <clears throat> but what he talked about is, you know those moments when you are either waking up out of sleep or like about to fall into sleep. And you, you you catch yourself start to dream, yeah, and then you like notice it for a second, or you have like a really vivid um, daydream, mm-hmm. and you're and, and you know you know for sure that if you look straight at it, it'll disappear. That was that was the, you know that was that was what he described. It's also what mom described. Yeah. Anyway, it's fucking crazy. So he had he had like an earth shattering, mind blowing experience. Yeah, exactly. I was more like I was really, really in my body, and I got to the point after about the first hour when it calmed down. It was really cool. My body felt like it just—I just saw like gold, and I could just feel like really, really at peace in my body. But I could tell that my head was still like really tight. Is how I would describe. So, I feel like I didn't go deep enough personally. I feel really? like I, st- I stopped breathing too early because like, yeah. I got so tired of it. I got I got really tired and I I didn't push myself that hard. I, if yeah, I, I want to do it again and just force myself to push past that discomfort. Yeah, because that's, that's what mom and dad did. And they yeah. By, for the record, my mom also had a crazy yeah crazy experience crazy where she was experience. seeing like fractals and lights yeah. and like a, a huge prism of lights and that and yeah that was her thing where she was like she was looking right at it but she if she turned her head it would like disappear. Yes. which is so it's I, I I relate to that so much with with dream stuff. Yes, um, I I haven't I didn't tell you this actually so. After all this crazy body stuff, I'm more in my body. I'm settled down, and I'm just sitting there and lying and looking. And I start having—I've um, had this a lot, but like 
I describe it as like energy spirals. Like it, it looks like purple and green and blue energy and like a field of black, like washing over you. And I'm seeing these things. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm like seeing these things wash over me. And after a time they start spinning, like kind of counterclockwise like this. Um, and then I'm like drifting, drifting, like deeper and deeper is how I describe it into this thing. And then it's like the lucid dreaming thing. Um, this like guy, like, looked like came to look at me is how i describe it like and it was like this uh i would describe it as like the tree face in um oh what's it called with malcolm mcconaughey the true detective the true detective the sketch and the the tree guy it was like that and he he he, he, like it it was like i came into his space and he went and then he saw me and he went and he like backed away like that did it feel did it feel like like another entity or did it feel like you it felt like another. It felt like another another oh, thing. Yeah, and and I and I was just like, okay, I was I, I didn't really like, I didn't have any intention or like really I didn't feel like I was uh, able to like really go there. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of stayed in this energy and it kept washing over me, washing over me, and then it kind of just went out my head and like released me. And that was one of the things I had a ton of body movement in it. And Lincoln came up after me, and he was like, "How do you feel?" And I was like, "I just feel." like serenely calm Mm -hmm. i have the 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 same experience i was like i just feel my body i had all these pains in my body two hours ago and they're just gone now and i just feel blissful Mm -hmm. i don't really want to do like talk yes i just want to that was his whole thing by the way he was like he was like take as much you might need like 15 20 minutes after this thing go 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 be in your room go be by yourself think about what just happened we'll we'll reconvene in a little bit and he's like just take take a breather but breather hilarious but you know what i mean like take take a minute to uh to to think because it is it is a wild experience i will say and also uh uh i dozed off during the quiet Mm -hmm. portion Mm -hmm. i think you did too sort of yeah that's i describe it like the between sleep and consciousness yeah. where you, you don't fully remember yeah. what you saw exactly and but you're conscious right you're conscious while you're looking Boom, at it maybe exactly you can't, but when you come out of it you don't remember everything. that's a thousand percent right. yeah it's that halfway that's that that blissful mm-hmm. place when you're just sort of about to fall asleep you got no responsibilities on yeah. the fucking docket it's yeah. just, just sweet peaceful and uh, that was another thing that he told us beforehand he was like you might go to sleep, but um, um, from what I've heard, and this turned out to be true again, yeah. he, he, he said so many things that turned out to be yeah. true. He's like, people describe it as, as some of the most restful, blissful sleep that you'll ever experience. I love, <laughs> I I like, love he, he, because we were talking about like the difference in experiences that everyone has yeah. and the similarities. And he was saying some people just go in and they just sleep. And they come out kind of disappointed because they're talking to these people like, you know, are like other people that have these insane experiences. They're flying through the universe. Like they're that. flying through the universe. And it's like, bro, you needed rest. Yeah. Like you needed sleep. If your body was like, no, yeah. your body was like, you, you were, we are going to sit here. We're going to rest really, really, really rest. Yeah. And then yeah. the, and those people g- generally speaking, describe it as again, just, just yeah. honking out like that. Just yeah. beautifully complete. Down. But yeah. But that's, yeah. it's, it's great. I mean, yeah the whole thing is just do whatever do whatever your body wants it's so interesting that like sitting in those moments of discomfort this is something that on my trip i hadn't experienced in so long i had um non-cathartic really strong negative emotions for the first time and like i literally don't remember the last time like emotions have always been cathartic to me in a way like you're like wrestling or tumbling in your sadness right this was like i just feel like shit I don't want to feel this way. Like, this sucks. It was a girl left that I was, like, kind of into. Um, 
And it's kind of like that, like for the first hour. Yeah, a bit. Yeah. It's like non cathartic discomfort and you just get through it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really interesting. But breathwork was. Breathwork was wild. It was amazing. It was really interesting. It was really, really cool. I, I will definitely. I told him before he left, like, it's like, you, you've you've created something here. I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing, doing this shit again. This is yeah. wild. Yeah. And like, if you, if you can have these experiences with no know anything it's it's pretty yeah. remarkable and it's i mean my man it's one of my dad's best friends has dedicated his life to this because yeah. it's that it is crazy. his job it's it's literally his job he does this for a living yeah. because he has he has found such profound incredible experiences which yeah. by the way both of the both of the people that were there i love them to death and that mm-hmm. they seem so like well adjusted and comfortable mm-hmm. with themselves mm-hmm. and just like vibing cool, cool. oh my god the, the, the sweet lady who i want to mention by name but i won't but she was so cool. Our family is like a little bit of a nightmare, and you she, think so? She, yeah, dude. The Mulva <laughs> Hills, like we're we're kind of all over the place a bit, a, a tad, bit, a bit. So, and and uh, Brittany's adopted by now because yeah. she's been around for for a while. But this sweet lady just comes in, and this is too inside baseball. I'm cutting all this. Yeah. No one gives a fuck about the lady. But uh, but she was she was so sweet. She's she's uh, she just came right in. She's like started making sandwiches and shit. Like, yeah, she's awesome. As you all know, Zach and I are in a workout uh, weight loss contest, yep. and uh, I have not weighed in today, so I'm gonna go do that. And Sean is going to fill the air. <laughs> Absolutely. Alrighty. Yeah, it's fine. So something you all might not know about. Um, Zach Scroggins and Harvey Mulville is that although they are on this weight loss competition, they are, uh, I would say, two different classes of human. I would say that Harvey occupies his own, his own space in the sphere of uh, size, and Zach is a pretty big guy, which makes this, I think, I think it's in Harvey's favor. Because if we're going by numbers and by pounds... It's not by pounds, it's percentage weight loss. Okay, then I'm wrong. (laughs) You don't have the facts. I don't have the facts. Harvey, what you got? 389. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's 10 pounds less than I was two weeks ago. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I'm so excited to be squarely in the 380s because I I haven't been there in a long time. Like I'm still flirting with 390 right now. Yeah. I'm happy for you, man. That's really cool. Thank Get, you. Getting healthier. Getting health. It's not just weight loss. It's healthier. I'm uh, healthier in every way. Still going to the gym every day. It's awesome. So, Zach, what you doing, boy? You that working a lot? ain't doing shit. This motherfucker. I looked up his football highlights earlier. Did you? Jack shit on there. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I've come to know why. It's because he's not committed. He needs to commit. I like that you're talking about him when I'm in the room. <laughs> This is shit talking. This is there's no constructive like there's no constructive aspect of this. Bro, this is not the hill I'm gonna die on. <laughs> this hill you are dying on. <laughs> he put plenty of effort forth in football. Zach, get it together, man. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find a single highlight reel. Oh, that's fucking cool. <laughs> that's funny. Hold on. Chinatown was the film that I selected uh, uh, last week. I was hoping to talk about it with Zach, but. Got to deal with this. No, this fucking working <laughs> ass guy. No, uh, Zach. I, uh, I, the reason I recommended it is a because I like the movie quite a bit. I don't love it, but I like it a lot. I want to talk to you about that. Yeah, yeah. you love it. I loved it. Okay, I'm, Sean loved it. Most people love it. People, I, I thought it was amazing. It is a legitimate like all timer classic, mm-hmm. and um, it's directed by uh, my favorite director, <laughs> Rowan Polanski. Just kidding. <laughs> 
Just kidding. No, he's he's a he's not my favorite director. He is an excellent director. He is a questionable human being, but that does not change the fact that he has created incredible pieces of art. Three of which I would consider all-time classic must-see before you die movies: Chinatown, The Pianist, and Rosemary's Baby. I have I not seen. I have not seen. Uh, Anything else by him yet, but I, I plan to. Mm-hmm. His directing style, Sean, you actually commented on it, it during incredible. the screening. It was incredible. It was every scene, it's just like, it's just the framing of yeah. it. His blo- the the yeah. term is blocking of, of yeah. uh, figuring out where the, where the camera's going to start, where it's going to go, where the, where people, that's it's called blocking. Mm-hmm. So his blocking is just, it's just the best you'll ever see. It's so fucking good. Yeah. He'll, he'll start over here in this, this, this corner of the room and then he'll come up like this and then some yes. shit will happen and like all yes. this is planned. And I'm like, is this is is the camera on like I don't yeah. know how they do the camera work. It's crazy. Parts of it, parts of it, with the very beginning, especially with the forced perspective of these opening scenes, and it's like main characters like a fourth of the shot. It was yeah. very Hancock. What's Snowpiercer? Oh, what's his classic? It's, it's so Hitchcock. It's so, so Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Sorry, yes. not Hancock. Hitchcock. Yeah. What, what's his classic called? I'm blanking on the name. Like the like the Vertigo or uh, the Birds or the like major. Anyway, the major major Hitchcock classic. It was very Hitchcock esque. Yes, very Hitchcock esque. Psycho. It's not Psycho? No, it's, they have the, um... North by Northwest. No, the guy is, like, a newspaper film entrepreneur, like, mega titan. He's a titan of the newspapers, and he comes from nothing, and he has a, uh, a sled in the very beginning. It's called, like, Snowpiercer or oh, something. Oh, that's not Hitchcock. That's, no, it's not. That's, that's fucking, that's, uh, that's Citizen Kane. Yeah. That's not Hitchcock, who's, who's that by? That's not I, I, I didn't mean Hitchcock. <laughs> I'm on a movies podcast. Um, I know my shit. <laughs> I know my shit. This is what everyone says, by the way. This is, I'm like, I'm so embarrassed for not knowing anything. I'm like, Zach doesn't know anything. <laughs> know. Zach doesn't know shit. <laughs> so, okay, okay. Like, it's fine. Let me, let me, it, it, it'll come to me. Uh, Citizen Kane. Starts with an O. Oh, fuck. Or, O-linger? No. You... Or, or, oral? Or, or, Orwell? <laughs> Close. You've got both the sounds. <laughs> or, <laughs> you have both. You have the first horse. Or, I'm giving you the first three quarters. Of the I world. cannot. Horse. Orsum. Orsul. That's right. Orsul. That's right. Orsul, and then God and then damn wh- it. What? I cannot. Orso. Orswall. Orso Wall. That's exactly right. Orso Wall. Citizen Kane was not directed by Alfred Hitchcock. It was directed by Orso Wall. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Who was it? Give me the name. Orson Welles. Really? Yes. That sounds wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're wrong. That's funny. I think that might wrong. be the clip. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds wrong. That was really funny. Okay. Let's talk about Chinatown. So uh, the reason mm. I, that, that I recommended this to Dear Zachary for, which by the way, Another movie, just to interject one more time, that Sean needs to put on his list, that Zach would fucking hate. It's called Dear Zachary. Oh, really? Have you heard about this? You must watch this movie. Wow. But you cannot look up... It's a true story. You cannot look up anything about oh, it. Oh, God. It's... Dark. Dark. Jesus. But it is the most... One of the, one of the more cathartic emotional yeah. experiences I've ever had of the film. It is fucked up, though. The best possible scenario for a documentary is when a guy is filming a thing that he thinks is something and then it turns into something else oh okay and it's the best like all the great documentaries are uh, oh we'll just film this so-and-so and yeah. it turns into the fucking fire festival okay. or whatever like when there's first-hand footage of someone that's like we should be filming this like yeah that's how it starts and then it turns into just craziness 
That's how uh, uh, Tiger King happened because they were like, "This yeah. shit is fucking crazy." Yeah, like, Let's get some cameras fuck? going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so um, so it's awesome. Um, uh, Chinatown is an incredible film. I love it. I I will say it's my you like it. You said you didn't like it. You're right. You I don't it. love it. I like it. It's good. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> I will say I, I like it. Uh, I like it a lot. Um, full spoilers for this 1974 classic, <laughs> and Jack Nicholson stars in one of his most iconic roles. I absolutely love him in this film. He's so great. There's a reason that he's Jack motherfucking Nicholson. My favorite. Are, are the, he's on this rewatch, this is my this is my second time seeing it. Third time with you. Yeah, I watched it like basically twice twice in a row because I wanted to watch it with him for this podcast. And uh, I, I, this time around, I was I was noticing his little mannerisms that he does. Yeah, and only his little facial acting yeah. things. My favorite is when the guy at the barber insults him for being. Yeah. A, uh, which, by the way, the, the guy at the barber is right. His 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 <laughs> profession is like scummy as shit. He's a yeah. what's the term? Private eye. Private investigator. Yeah. Private investigator. Is private eye a thing or is that is that a, is that a, like a thing? It's, it's another term, but yeah. So yeah, I'm so he's he, he's a private investigator, and he's he, he's like you know. He's 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 constantly just filming people and and like taking pictures of people that are cheating on their wives and shit. So you right? interesting. Cause I didn't I didn't I don't see it that way. I you don't, don't, you don't I, see it as like creepy or weird. I don't see Private Investigator as like this creepy like slimy thing. Maybe it's because like social media and I think of it like videos. You see videos of everyone doing everything. It's slime esque, dude. It's, following it's, someone it's around, adjacent. like 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 you know stalking them and peering in on their personal life. It is slime adjacent. I'll give you that. Bro, anyone that... Okay, so for, for whatever... So this is a choice, by the way, for mm-hmm. the... And I'm an idiot, and I didn't do any research, so I don't know if this is based on a book. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming... I don't, I'm don't. assuming it's not. So it was a choice to, to make him... He doesn't carry a gun. Yeah. He doesn't have a gun. Which is the crazy. Entire, the entire film. Yeah, ex-cop He's like, as well. And this this is the kind of movie where you expect you expect the guy to be like a you know, gun-carrying fucking yeah. detective-y person. Yeah. But he's just a private investigator yeah. who is... A, he's like... He's he's on the right side of the law, meaning if he finds out about a murder, he's yeah. gonna call the cops. Yeah. He's not this kind of guy who's like he's not he's not Saul Goodman. <laughs> yeah. you know? As a matter of fact, the, there's there's a moment he he works he he sweet talks his way into a retirement home, <sighs> which makes me laugh so hard because it is exactly Better Call Saul. It's it yeah. is he, he he goes in there and he starts sweet talking old ladies and and just finding information out about the thing. It is Better Call Saul season one and two. But yeah, anyway, uh, watch Better Call Saul if you haven't. Why the fuck have you not watched Better Call Saul, you son of a bitch? <laughs> no, I like the first season. I just don't watch much TV, you know? Yeah, but you like Succession. Yeah, I mean, Succession was alright. <laughs> alright. I disagree, I disagree. Um, no, nah, but that shit was good. I So you enjoyed the film? Let's give us a, so let's a, 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 what is the, what is the story of the, of the film, Sean? Oh, okay. The story of the film was essentially a private investigator. Jack in the, Nicholson. Jack Nicholson, a, a private investigator in the late thirties. He lives in Los Angeles and he is a ex-cop um, with a lot of connections into the city and the workings of the city. Um, that leverage gives him a unique perspective on being a private investigator. So it begins with someone um, coming to him and saying, I think my husband is cheating on me, essentially. Um, this person is later revealed to be an actor and was actually hired by someone else to... Uh, Try to get too deep in the yeah, sauce. This is, just just, this just is, overview. This is, overview. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Um, so essentially, Jack Nicholson um, begins by 
being led to investigate a prominent city figure um, in Los Angeles. Uh, Los Angeles is being caught in the middle of a controversy, a drought around their water systems. And he's led to investigate the chief engineer of the water systems. So part of the reason that Sean is wearing what he's wearing and what what he was wearing at the start is because I I came up with the idea that this is a water drama like (laughs) Avatar 2. Yeah, the connection (laughs) is there. Yes, it's literally the same film. It's really close. They're both water dramas. Yeah. So yeah, and uh, for the record, Avatar 2 is better. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Shut up. Okay, but I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not. Okay, but, uh, but, uh, so 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 Jack Nicholson. Okay, so listen, listen. What I was gonna say is that mm-hmm. what's so what's so cool about the the the, the actual story of the, the the film is a whodunit. Okay, the film yeah. is like a it's like a mystery kind of thing where you're yeah. you're you're fed little pieces of yeah. the information, and every time you get a piece of information, it turns out it's something else. Like it's a yeah. great fun ride of a mystery thriller type thing. Yeah, and um, I had a point. What the fuck was it? What were we talking about? The lead actress is actually good. Yes, Faye, Faye Dunaway is great. Faye Dunaway is like so she's for, really good. She's like a she's like an all all time Hollywood legend type person, but I don't know her other than this and Desert Body and Bonnie and Clyde, which I haven't seen. But okay, she's like a legendary old school Hollywood actress. You see her titties. Yep. If nice. you're into that sort of thing, nice. Not for me. <laughs> Um, but the film is really, really awesome. What I was telling Harvey, I have a sort of Zoomer mentality around movies where like after an hour, my attention span is pretty fucking shocked. Like no matter the movie, if I'm really enjoying it, I'll pause it and like walk around for five to 10 minutes. This movie, every single shot, even if it was something sort of mundane, just the, the camera work itself brought me into the movie, which was amazing. And it kept me, it kept me entrenched. I was really interested in the story and I was like, I was less, usually with whodunits, I'm trying to like piece everything together and be smarter than the movie. I'm trying to like figure that's, it out before it's revealed. That's always what I'm doing. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. This one, I was like, no, fuck it. Like, this is such a good movie. Just go on the ride. I just want to be on the ride. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to be on the roller coaster. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Nice. Which was so nice. That's awesome, yeah. man. I love yeah. it. I mean, that is that is why people love it. And also, of course, I mean, I'm, <clears throat> just to, to jump to the end for a second, we'll, we won't, we won't harbor, we won't stay there. But it is uh, all-time classic, mm-hmm. uh, oh shit, crazy ending. Yeah. That Polanski fought for. That was not oh, originally. Know. It was. It was. A, it was in the script, and the studio hated it because it's darkest, darkest shit. And okay, so we stopped. We paused the movie. I had to go to the bathroom. Like is, yeah. literally five minutes before it ended, and and Harvey goes, "There's five minutes left," and I was like. <laughs> What? Yeah, I was like, "There's 25 yeah, minutes yeah. left." There's no like, way the story is wrapping up yeah, now. Yeah, like, the story can't yeah. wrap up right now. Yeah. Like, it's insane. It's crazy. So they, I mean, um, we'll get we'll get to the ending later. So anyway, we start and the, the, what's what I was gonna say earlier is the what's so cool about the movie is the actual minutia plot thing is fascinating. That they're yeah, that these, they had these that they had these these super rich ultra yeah. Illuminati fucking millionaires. They just, they're just controlling the town. They control everything around them. They're to making the point, Los Angeles. They're, they create Los Angeles yeah. to the point where they are, for lack of a better word, starving. Is there yeah. a word for this? For mm. starving like entire counties of water just because they want the water for themselves and they know if the 
they're trying to buy the land mm-hmm. and they know that if the if the water looks like it's irrigated and uh healthy mm-hmm. that it's much more expensive so mm-hmm. they starve the land of water because mm-hmm. they have that control they own the land of the fucking water and they, the they, they up, own up the upstream. reservoir they, they own reservoir. the water the water essentially of Los exactly Angeles. so yeah. they starve the water of uh, uh they starve the, the land they, of water deprive. excuse me they deprive they deprive they deprive these communities of water thank you for my yeah that's yeah. a much better word they deprive yeah. the, 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 the the like the, just like you know square miles of mm-hmm. water and then they buy it for pennies on the dollar because no one yeah. wants the shit. It's yeah. genius it's maniacal billionaire shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So like this shit happens in real life. I, I guarantee it. And then Jack Nicholson just uh, gets hired one day to solve. What's the original case even? They, they they use him as a tool to bring down. Like there was one good guy in the whole mix. There's this scheme going on, right? And there's like the head commissioner. Yeah. And he's the only guy that's like going against this whole scheme. Right. And so they hire him to uh, essentially show that he's having an affair, which, uh, and then they find him dead like a day later. So they can make it look like a suicide. But the whole point, like little do they know that Jack Nicholson actually wants like justice, I guess. Like that's an interesting point. Like what is motivating him throughout this movie he to is, continue? That, that's, what's, that's what's so, that's what's so, that's what makes him so different than other movies that you see. You expect mm-hmm. this guy to be like, I keep referencing Saul Goodman, you expect him to be like scumbaggy kind of like, but he's, he is. He used to be a cop. Yeah. You know, he he used to work for the, the yeah. district attorney. Homeboy is like a. I mean, he was sketchy then. There's there's always the entire movie. They're talking about his past in yeah. Chinatown, and they always yeah. make little references to it. And you never learn what he did. All you learn is is what like that that Chinatown's a crazy ass place, and where yeah. where crimes just get com- completely, completely overturned covered and covered up yeah. constantly. Yeah. And he was like, it, 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 he he can't ever go back there because of some horrific shit in his past that you yeah. never learn about, which is yeah. great. Um, uh, but Chinatown's fascinating, or the the, the, the the city's fascinating. Uh, I will say, and I told this to Zach. Zach did watch this this movie, uh, and he took notes. But mm-hmm. um, if you have not seen the film, and you're watching this for whatever reason, and you do intend to see the film, I recommend the subtitles. And I normally don't yeah. say this because this is something where the first time I saw it, I enjoyed it, but I lost track of who they were talking about a lot, like a lot. I was like, who the fuck is that? I had to like pull out my phone and there's, Google there, a name. There, there's so much. Mr. McAbury yeah, exactly. was at the bakery last Tuesday. Exactly. And Mr. McAbury told fucking yeah. Fred. And it's like hard to know names. Exactly. And there's like McAbury and Millery. Yes. And like there's all these similar names. It's pretty. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so that I would recommend doing that. But it's uh, uh, it, it's 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 awesome. Um, so Jack yeah. Nicholson, he gets pulled into this entire, this huge like statewide conspiracy basically because mm-hmm. He's a private investigator, and he some some lady hired him to to do what John just described. So yeah. he gets pulled in, and it's a classic, you know, like he, he's discovering things as the audience is. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it, it, the element of, of of surprise and 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 oh shit moments, they're all there. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's really cool. Um, oh yeah, uh, there's a couple notes that I wrote. So Jack Nicholson, uh, uh, another another fun thing about it, he calls everyone by their last name in like a derogatory ass. Yeah, in a sort of way. Yeah. Except the for the movie. except for the lieutenant of the police off the police force, because they had worked together. What yeah, is, what did he call? Oh yeah, he so, called Lou. Yeah, Lou. It was super interesting because they come up and you think like it, when they're introduced to one another in the movie, you think that they're adversaries. They are, but they they help each other the entire. Movie. They respect and they, help they each other respect the entire, the entire movie, but yes. they don't like each other. Yes, but they're clearly like, it's oh, so, you made so lieutenant clearly... great, great fucking job. Like, yeah. congrats. And fuck then you. even in the even in the end, after after everything, yeah. he's going to arrest him finally after all these years of you mm-hmm. know just doing what you what you described, and then mm-hmm. he was just like, whatever, 
Yeah. You know? yeah. Also, he's trying to cover up a, the, 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 the murder. Yeah, of his course, that his just, partner just did. His partner just murdered it's an insane. innocent woman. So anyway, Jack Nicholson calls everyone by their last name. His character is so interesting. I love so his character cool. in this. He's yes. so layered. Yes. I love a layered so character, layered. just like you, you never yes. really know where he's going. Yes. Very Jack Spirit. Jack Nicholson has this interesting way of talking to people. So right? he's kind of an asshole. So yeah. like, what's, what's, this, this is what's so fascinating. He's like, he's a, he used to be a cop, but he's kind of a dick. At one point, he smacks the shit out of Faye Dunaway a lot. He, he hits her in the face a lot. It's like Sean Connery era, I'll put it here. Years ago, you did an interview, which may come back to haunt you. What, you know what I'm going to say, right? No. Okay. You did an interview in which you said, not the worst thing to slap a woman now and then. As I remember, you said you don't do it with a clenched fist. It's better to do it with an open hand. Mm. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I love that. I haven't changed my opinion. You haven't? No, not at all. You think it's good to slap a woman? No, I don't think it's good. I you don't think, think it's bad. It must, I don't think it's that bad. I think that it depends entirely on the circumstances and if it merits it. Yeah. No, I don't like to hit women, but every <laughs> once in a while you have to teach them a thing or two. Jesus. After everything has been expended with the words, you try and you try with the words, but eventually, sometimes, I mean, yeah, when, only when I have to. <laughs> yeah. That's Sean Connery. <laughs> Jesus. I never knew what happened to that guy. He's dead. He died? Yes. No, he didn't. Sean Connery. Sean Connery's dead. James Bond. Yeah. Very dead. Wow. Yeah. That's my namesake. That's sad. That's why our parents named you Sean. After Sean Connery from James Bond. Such a fucking cool guy. <laughs> Goldfinger's <laughs> awesome. Anyway, so yeah, so Nicholson's awesome, or a fascinating character, and he's like kind of a slime ball. He is a private detective guy who knows, he has like, again, all these these uh, things. But he, um, he calls everyone by their last name, which is hilarious, and it's it's definitely a derogatory, kind of a shitty thing to do, in you know, for the most part. And, um, I mean, we should bring up at this point that I mean, part of the reason why I recommended this movie, and I wanted, I wanted, it, I wanted it to hit Zach in the face like it hit me in the face the first time. Did it hit you in the face? Did you know the Mulvihill Hill thing? No, I was shocked. Yes, I was shocked. Dude, we have so our last name is Mulvihill. Hill. We, it's I have crazy. never, never in my life in a piece yeah. of media heard my last name spoken. No, and then I was watching, I was, I was watching Chinatown, and Jack Nicholson says my last name like four times in a row. Mole the hill, Dude, you drunk, you drunk son of a so bitch! What are you doing, Mole the hill? Did you? Hear, and I'm like, yeah, what? It's crazy, dude. That was so weird. Like, it's I, wild. My experience since high school, every single professor, anyone ever who has seen my last name, goes, huh? Mole, 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 Oh yeah, Molvi. Every hill? time, exactly. It's so. Mole, and it's uh, the same thing on the phone for telemarketing. Yeah, Mister, uh, I'm looking for Mister Mole. Just yeah. say, just say the fucking thing. Yeah. As someone who used to work in customer service, dude, just commit. Yeah. Commit, commit to whatever pronunciation. Commit to whatever it is. Yeah. Or don't yeah. say it. Say their first name. Yeah. If their first name's easier, yeah. say Mister So and So. That's yeah. fine. I do it all the time. Yeah, used to. But our last name is weird as fuck. Yes. Mister Mo, Mo, Moi Mo. It's always yeah. Moi Mo. So so. Clyde Mulvihill. Yeah, I ain't seen you around Mulvihill here. Mulvihill is like is so like the weird. he's essentially the mini boss. Yeah, he's like the the henchman of mini our our, our, our our main person. Yeah, and his last name is Mulvihill. It's crazy. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, it's so wild. So that that that's part of the reason why I like the movie so much. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Rowan Polanski, man, that guy's got something. It was awesome. Can I, by the way? Mm-hmm. You just heard this. 
But I'm going to tell the folks at home who don't know a little bit about Rowan Polanski, the director of this film. <laughs> Rowan Polanski <clears throat> was born in Poland in uh, World War II era Nazi fucking occupied Poland, right? And he was he survived the Holocaust, although most of his family members didn't. Uh, because he was just like he pretended not to be Jewish and he got little ob jobs around town and stuff. He was like hiding his Judaism actively throughout his entire childhood and watching his family members die. So he survived the, Holo- the Holocaust. I want to say both his parents died. I could be wrong about that. So he, he moves to America. He probably diddles a bunch of people, but he becomes a, a successful Hollywood actor, or excuse me, a director. And then he, I mean, a few le- a few years later, a couple decades later, he's directed several excellent films um and then he finds and impregnates someone a woman named sharon tate as in the fucking manson murders lady so she she is he's the guy who uh who who was about to have a baby with sharon tate and she was like seven months pregnant when she got brutally murdered by the manson family so that was his that was his family that that happened to uh not for the record, I'm not excusing what the guy's done. The guy's a piece of shit. Fucking, he should come to America and face charges because he's been running from the law. Did you? I mean, you didn't even say. Oh, apparently I think it, he, he. So he. he but he's an incredible director. That movie was amazing, to be honest. I will say, I love Chinatown. The pianist. Oh, excuse me. I don't love Chinatown. I keep saying I love Chinatown. How dare you? I like Chinatown quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I love The Pianist. The okay. Pianist is, it's his Holocaust movie. This mm. man grew up in the Holocaust. And this is his personal experience. He tells a story about a true story about a fucking guy. And it is unbelievable. It's I, just, wow. I'm going to give you just a little, one little, one little piece of thing about The Pianist to convince you to watch it. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a, an, like a post-apocalyptic movie. Whoa! It's like it's like it's like survival. Complete. The community is gone. Like you are just fucked. It's a. It's, it's literally. Just... It's a. It's a story about. It's a, It's almost a zombie movie. Wow! It's fucking crazy. Holy shit! It's unbelievable. So yeah, anyway, that movie is incredible. Uh, and also, Rosemary's Baby is an all timer. Do you know the hook of Rosemary's Baby? I'm not mm-hmm. gonna tell you if you don't. Mm-hmm. Watch Rosemary's Baby because you don't know the hook, and you will know the hook if you live long enough because mm. it's so in the the cultural consciousness that. I know about the hook because I know of the movie. It's a classic. Yeah. If you don't know the hook, yeah, and you watch it unblemished, yeah, I'm jealous. Wow. Okay. Jealous. For sure. So those two, movies, those three out. movies, Roman Polanski, hell of a director, piece of shit in yeah. real life. There's a lot of people like that. Uh, one of which <laughs> I have a poster of right, <laughs> there. <laughs> right there, literally yeah. just out of frame. Yeah. Uh, there's a poster of one of those people. So I don't know. I mean. I'm able to separate art from the artist. I think. Yeah. I'm able to appreciate the art while not fully condoning the person that is, uh, you know. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Guy sucks. The man made the pianist. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. He made the Chinatown. Is like The shot choices. I want to ask. I want to ask. Like when I, when I was watching Chinatown, it was checking like, every single box that a movie could check like the pacing the camera work was fucking incredible i was enamored with the environment 
the actors were incredible. The characters themselves weren't. They were layered. They weren't revealing. They weren't stupid. There was no like. Can I interject with a, with a Faye Dunaway thing real quick? Sure. So like when when she's in bed with Jack Nicholson, I yeah. pointed this out on the, at this time. But yeah. so she's she's lying to Jack Nicholson the entire time, and he's lying to her the whole time. And, mm-hmm. and they, they they had this relationship despite them both lying to each other constantly. Yeah. He's constantly trying to find out more information from her, and she's constantly withholding information from him. So she knows the entire time that that mm-hmm. this, this little girl is her sister and. Uh, daughter incest baby so anyway so nicholson li- is, is lying to her the entire time and then uh or uh, they, they they do end up banging and then the next morning they're talking and she has to take off but he casually mentions that he's seen her dad which yeah. she was completely unaware of and yeah. her dad being the father of her fucking incest baby yeah and and it's so great because they're naked in bed like t- pillow talking basically the next morning yeah and they're just kind of like bullshitting and then he's like she's like uh, I'm gonna go see my dad and he's like oh I, I've seen your dad mm-hmm. you've seen my dad and there's this little moment where she's because her titties be out you know what I'm saying yeah, she's and she just she just, she just covers them up she just covers up like this she's and like, she pulls you away you saw my yeah. dad and she's immediately she's she's betrayed she's violated little physical moment yeah. like that that's so like brings in what the character's feeling Faye Dunaway uh, crazy great actress but really, everyone really in this really movie is awesome actress. but I like that's the insane part of it. For me, the biggest turnoff of a movie is when they introduce some character that's so one-dimensional. He's like this thing to the plot. He's like the whatever, the stupid kind of funny guy. And then he reveals like some obscure plot point, right? right. And like that's their only purpose in the movie. I didn't feel that way almost a single time in this movie. Yeah. Every single character, I was like, okay, this is a person. Like they're they're leading a life, and they have these their own internal motives. Like they're layered. They're doing yeah. a lot of things. Absolutely. Right? So why didn't you love it? Like, I'm trying to put my I finger on it. Say, I think I think it comes down to the pacing. I think it's mm-hmm. it's a little bit slower than I'd like. And um, although I do love and admire a lot about it, it's sort of that's that thing I get with with a lot of classics, which is. <laughs> I appreciate why this is really great and mm-hmm. I see that it's great, but for some reason I just don't connect to it. Yeah. And it's kind of hard to put into words, but that's sort of how I feel about this movie. Okay. Whereas like I connected my blood and fucking bones to, to yeah. the pianist. Yeah. I did not connect that way to this. I, okay. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Okay. It, the, 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 that like same director. I, I want to say he wrote both these scripts too. I could be wrong about that. Future Harvey will put it here. But, uh, the, um, um, uh, okay. So like you would like, you enjoyed watching Avatar more, essentially. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Deveo. Deveo. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. I, I, I'm i an idiot. I just, I like dumb shit sometimes. And that's this fine. Is, this is, a, and that, that's the reason why I was like, everyone should watch it with subtitles because yeah. my dumb ass was like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I see that. It's fun, though. I really do appreciate the film. And it, even, even though I'm not fully connecting and in love with it, I still appreciate the fuck out of it. Enjoy watching it every time. Yeah, it's not, like a, it's not a chore to watch at all. I, I, yeah. I really enjoy watching it. It's awesome. Is it? Yeah, and it's and it's considered an all time classic, and it deserves to. And let's okay. So where are we at? Um, Nicholson has become involved in this city, county, statewide scandal, right? And he's now like cornering out the bigger players on this thing that these mischievous people are trying to steal or like buy really really cheap land by manipulating, right? Um, he's involved in all of this and one of his primary motivations in talking to this girl, our, our main character, is that she is the daughter 
of the man that he believes is running the show. Yes. Essentially. And is so, also one of the one of the biggest landowners in town. Yes, exactly. He's he owned the water reservoir yes. that Los Angeles used. Yes. Like he fucking owned the city essentially. There's actually a point in the movie, I think it's during the pillow talk scene, when mm-hmm. when she when Faye Dunaway's like you need to be careful about my, about my dad. Yeah, he like, was like, he was like, he is crazy. Yeah, like she he's, literally he, said, he's like, insane. Like he, yeah. he, he you're, oh, you're underestimating. He is really dangerous and he yes. is crazy. She and says he's like, this. so you're telling me he could be behind all this. Yeah, and she was like, yeah, yeah. She, she was like, <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, like, I could probably, sure. I, could, I could totally see that happening. Yeah, yeah exactly. It, it's possible he's a super murderer. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, so he, um, the there's this interesting twist where he comes to a point after they've slept together that he's like kind of rooting for her. But then he finds a piece of evidence that suggests that she's actually running the show. Yes. Or that she was actually responsible for everything all along. He goes and the murderer. And the murder. The and the murder that he that's was, his, that's yeah. his line. Yes. As, exactly. as soon as as soon as he thinks, because she, she she he they bang. So yeah. like she, he's on her side, but then that but then she excuse me. Then he thinks that she murdered her husband. Yes. And so that is when he's like fuck you, I'm calling the cops, we're not doing yes. this anymore. Yes. That's his line. And he confronts her. Yes. And he, he says, listen, I know some good attorneys. Yes. You're fucked. I think you killed your husband. Exactly. I have evidence. And I'll then call, she says... And he, he straight up calls cops. He yeah, straight up legit, calls them right now. Legit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, that's not That's not what happened. Yeah. That's not true. And then she gets... That's when she tells him the truth, finally. Yes. The truth, finally, which yes. is that, that her father... The owner of the water. The owner of, of the Los water Angeles. reservoir is A, stealing all these land from everybody, but B raped her and made an incest baby that is also her sister daughter that yeah. is that she's harboring harboring in in, yeah. in, in, uh, in in this the safe house right yeah and so she is desperately trying to get her out of the city yeah. away from her father yeah and so he hears this and he goes fuck <laughs> and he's like okay this could ruin um, me. he's like this is real um okay I'm going to divert the cops, essentially. You go to this safe house. Like, give me the address of the safe house. I'm arranging you a way to get out of this place. Yes. To get out of the city to escape uh, all of this. Great little, I mean, small, small callback, but every, 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 every great script that's ever Mm -hmm. been written has little callbacks. Yeah. And this is a great little callback to, at the beginning of the movie, we we are introduced to Jack Nicholson's character. He is a private eye detective because... He found he took pictures of this guy's yeah. wife cheating yeah. on cheating on him. So yeah. that's how we start the movie. That's how we find out that Jack Nicholson is a private, private detective, yeah. and then that guy is now taking yes. them out of the city. Yes. This so, guy, yeah. this guy that hired him for a job, yes. now owes him now a bunch owes of money, money and a favor, and a favor. Yes. And so he goes to this guy's house and he says, "Listen, I need you to take a, take these people on a boat, yes, from California to Mexico." Right. He's like, "And I need you to do this tonight." And the guy's eating dinner with his family, and he's yeah. like. Uh, let, me, let me tell my wife where we're going. He's like, yeah. you're, tell him. He's like, he's like, you're leaving. Like, we're doing <laughs> yeah. this now. And there's yeah. the, when you're in that position, you owe the guy like thousands of dollars. Yes. And, he's, and then it gets to the point where, or, uh, or they're, they're leaving right now. They're, they're in the car. He tells them what's happening, and he goes, uh, he's like, oh man, I really don't want to get mixed up with any of the, any of this shit. Yeah. And he's like, uh, I asked if there might be seventy five dollars in. It yeah, exactly. He's like sweet. He the lowballs deal. the yeah. shit out of him oh, as yeah. well, which is so funny. Yeah, seventy five bucks to yeah. like get these, you know. To risk his criminals. life, by the way. Oh, absolutely. To complete and, and like criminally oh, yeah. in every way, in yeah. every way risk himself. You got essentially, yeah. they're not billionaires, but essentially billionaires. Essentially billionaires. Like which yeah. unlimited funds. They own California. Yes. Like, yes. Like, yeah, literally. The equivalent of billionaires yeah. back in the day. No, literally, yeah. And and so they, they are, um, so he's at this point now where he's like, okay, we got these people out, but... The cops are now converging. They're trying to they're trying to uncover this murder. They're trying to arrest anyone or like you know what I mean, get mm-hmm. control. 
And then the tycoon, the water tycoon, the father, the raper, is also trying to come and take his incest child. Yes. So there's the because he burned the bridge. That, the, 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 the final, the final mm-hmm. like scene of the movie, by the way, when, when he paused, mm-hmm. <laughs> is Nicholson tells uh, is tells a uh, rapist, fa- rapist rapist dad, father. Rape, rape dad, yeah, that tells rape dad to come here because he knows where his daughter is. Yeah. Right. Come here. I'll I'll give you his daughter. I'll give you your daughter. Just you know, yeah. give me the money that we agreed upon earlier. So yeah. I mean. For a second, you might think that Nicholson's double crossing them, but yeah. I never thought that personally. Thought that, no. Yeah, and so anyway, he he, he brings Rape Dad and and then Sean like I really had to piss. He pauses it, and there's nine minutes <laughs> left of the movie, and you're like, wait, what the fuck? I was literally, I was literally like, <laughs> but they haven't resolved like the land, like the family. How are they going to get out? Like, oh no, we're watching every character. Oh is no, unresolved. we're watching we're watching Avengers: Infinity War. Right <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I was like, well, this shit's fucked. Like, this is not ending well, if anything. Yeah, dude. Did, um, did, did you have that? Did you have that thought of like this is not going to end well? It's not really. I thought the characters would make it out. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. It's so I didn't great. expect the fucking endings it's to so happen. Great. So iconic, yes. all time iconic ending. The ending mm-hmm. of Chinatown is. I mean. It has caused untold controversy when it came out. It was a huge fight to keep the ending where it was, to keep the, it, it in the script. Um, I want to say Polanski fought for it hard. I, it might have been the, I want to say he wrote it. I should have this information, but I don't. I don't I'm an idiot. But anyway, I want to say Polanski fought for this ending really hard, and the studio did not want to do it because it is dour as shit. Yeah, it is, it is dour as fuck. The ending, basically the theme of the film, the theme of the film is that yeah, shit happens. Shit uh, happens. Shit happens. Life. Nothing works well, uh, yeah. and it all gets covered up, and no one goes to justice. And the rapist father is gonna just have his granddaughter now. Grand, his daughter. Excuse me. He's like, I'm your grandfather. Grandfather in, and like, no, daughter. He's the father. Father and grandfather. It's not grandfather at, at all. Yeah, it is. It's just father. It's grandfather and father, because it's it's the the the, the he raped his daughter. His daughter had a child. You're right. So it's third generation You're and right. second. I'm your grandfather. I'm your grandfather, father. <laughs> I'm your grandfather. I'm your grandfather, father. Did you stutter? No, no, no. <laughs> no that's the name. <laughs> I say it every time. Not I'm a good education, do you? <laughs> I'll fix that. <laughs> there might be a tad bit of rain. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. And then she has a kid. I'm your grand. Oh my god! I know. Go 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 go. So what's also what's great about this film and and films like this of uh, of similar stature that are just all time classics. Um, the one that I'm thinking of is Silence of the Lambs, uh-huh. which is uh, this is this is this is a, this is a this is a uh, a movie that goes further than you ever expect it to. Yeah, we just watched Old Boy in theaters. Oh my god, another very similar movie. Insane. Another. I'm not gonna give it away, but yeah. it's a you know similar yeah. themes. Yeah, and uh, uh, Old Boy is another movie where you can never guess the twist if you don't know it because you don't expect it to be as disgusting as yeah. it ends up being. Yeah. It's so far which it's so much more yes. crazy than you expect it to go that we, you can never guess it. We had literally just watched Old Boy yeah. and with this movie, I was like I literally had the thought like halfway through the movie that I was like, there's no way they're doing that. Yeah. I was like, this movie is so old. Yes, there's no I was way. like in the seven like yeah, I was like, yeah. this is like seventies or sixties. Like there's no way they had a fucking incest shit <laughs> in a seventies movie. Yeah. In a main which, by the movie, way, Silence of the Lambs, which came out in I didn't that know, year. I, I haven't seen Silence of the Lambs. So. 
Okay, I won't tell you anything. Okay. Other than it is easily the most fucked up, weird ass movie that has ever won wow. Best Picture by wow. bar none. Bar none. It is like it's it's like a fucking horror movie. <laughs> it's a goddamn shit. horror movie. That movie's incredible, but it's super fucked up and gross. Yeah. Extremely fucked up and gross. Yeah. And um, uh, Silence of the Lambs is another. There's there's a scene in particular which I will not spoil. But you could never guess the outcome of that scene because you could never in a million years expect that an Oscar-winning film yeah, is yeah. going to be that disgusting. Yeah. It's so, like, yeah. it, it's like next level, oh shit, it's that type of movie, that yeah. type of thing. So yeah. Chinatown is one of those, uh, and I love that type of movie. Yeah, absolutely. And the Indian, okay, so they all, like, right, he, he's trying to protect this school, he's trying to get her out. There's all these plots uh, simultaneously going on, right? It's a classic who's done it. Um we get to this ending point. They're in a safe house and shit is just chaos. They arrive, they show up, his partner or his old friend Lou, the cops are there all of a sudden. And then the uh, he led the old man rapist man over there. <laughs> um, yes, it's fucking crazy. And it literally just breaks down to the main actress trying to just get in a car with her daughter. Yeah, And that's it. And she, so, has, she has a gun. And it's like that. It's like... Think of how simple and stupid that is. Like, there's like six cops around you. Yeah. You're holding a gun, yeah. and you're like, "I'm taking her." Yeah. Like, you're never fucking getting out of that. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? It's delusional. It's delusional, and it's completely desperate. Like, they are mega fucked. Yes, it's, but, it's, but the whole time you're thinking, all, like, because all, only because it's a movie from the '70s, and you're yeah. like, "This is a movie." The the fucking good guys. Win. Yes, exactly. And that's, that's that's your frame of reference for going into this, and then yes. you, and then it ends. With her getting shot in the yes. fucking face, and it shows her yes. face, dude, which so is she, crazy. She takes off our, our heroine, Faye Dunaway, yeah. legendary actress. You're rooting just for her. Roots, yeah, just hits the gas with her with her incest baby in the in the driver or the, the yeah. passenger seat. It's just and her and her daughter. The, one and of the cops out from the cops. One of the cops just goes, and then and then uh, this is a great note, a great little thing that I didn't uh, pick up until this time that I watched mm-hmm. it. They uh they 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 uh they foreshadow. The, the the head on the oh the they thing. do and she goes dude yeah and she's, she's she's freaks out because Nicholson calls her out on something like you're yeah. lying to me and she's she's like she just goes, like oh. and she like hits her head on the on the on the and horn like, and yeah she hits Whoa, the horn earlier that's in the movie fucked. Dude, I didn't even think of that incredible script so many setups and, and payoffs Whoa. yeah it's, it's it's beautifully written but um uh but yes yeah, so she's just laying on the horn because she's been shot in the fucking head and her her daughter oh my God. is By the screaming way, the horn. Is so good because yeah. before the daughter screams, you just see the car come slowly. You're like confused, and you hear Arr! it's very hereditary, and you're like, "Oh, it's very hereditary." Yeah, and then the you hear you hear you hear the sound of the thing, yeah. and yeah. then the screams. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's, it's very hereditary. Crazy. Sean was wearing a hereditary shirt earlier. Yeah, it was. Yeah. But dude, out. yeah, uh, 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 it's so good. And then you go up, and she you, she, she fucking pulls her head back, and there's just this gaping it's bullet her wound eyes, in her left eye. It's gone. so crazy. Yeah. And then the movie, like there's three minutes of the movie left after that. Nicholson comes oh, up like and is just minute, like, a minute. Yeah. Nicholson comes up. He's just like, fuck. Like yeah. everything, everything that I was trying to do, it's yeah. all for not. Everything is just, it's just, it's just fucked. Yeah. And, um, and then the, the cop, Lou. Lou comes up, and by the way, that they were we we, we 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 failed to mention that Nicholson's getting arrested during yeah. this this moment for yeah. for like Nicholson withholding, like withholding triple, evidence. Triple fucked by this point. Yeah, Nicholson's been like withholding evidence and and like been at every crime scene that the yeah. cops have been. Yeah, so he's super involved in this shit. So uh uh so Lou at that point he has him in handcuffs and he just takes off the handcuffs and he's like, yeah. 
you're good, buddy. Just get go. the fuck out of here. He said, just go. Get, get, just get, go. get his ass home because yeah. my yeah. fucking partner Call just G. shot yeah. us an innocent woman in the in the fucking back of the head. Yeah. Like, we're going to... Yeah. Also, also, the rape granddaddy daddy... Oh, he just takes the kid. Literally just takes just the kid. scoops he, the kid he, up. The kid is... The kid is crying. She's looking at her mother who's shot in the face. Yes. And he goes, don't look, sweetie. Yeah. I'm your grandpappy. And he just like takes her out of the car. Yeah. And then the, one of my favorite parts was the partners, because he's a private eye. He has all these partners, Jack Nicholson. His two partners are sitting next to him and they go, Jack, 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 Jack. Because he's so gone. Yeah. He's, he's just, like, he's he like, sees her dead and he's just like. He's the audience at that point. Yeah, exactly. He's, he's the audience. Like, so gone. He's just like, what was, yeah. it was all for, it was yeah, all for nothing. All for nothing. Everything yeah. was for nothing. Yeah. And the bad guys win. And Which the bad guys win. And the bad guys win. And then, and then, of course, the the best. I mean, the, the most iconic fucking line in the movie. Mm-hmm. Or he, he goes, and he's like, something's got to happen, or whatever. And the guy just goes, hey, 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 it's Chinatown. Yeah, it's Chinatown, baby. Yeah, this is, which is just, it's just, this shit happens all the time. It happens all the time. Yeah. It, things like this got covered up all the time. They probably still do. It's just, it's, yeah. it's, it's probably less public. It's not in the, you know, in the middle of a city street like yeah, it was exactly. this time. But back yeah. in the day, dude, she got, got covered up. Hey, it's Chinatown, man. And Nicholson is, is no longer arrested because they're going to cover the fucking cop thing up. Anyway, iconic fucking ending. It's so dark, so dour. It's so Crazy. brave of, of a Hollywood movie starring Jack Nicholson from the 70s to, to end that way. It's crazy. Yeah, it's Just fade on away, shot in the face. It's probably like, I mean, it, it caused a, a, a crazy ton of also, controversy. As I, uh, to offer the uh, uh, hetero perspective on this issue... Uh, she is beautiful. Oh, I'm glad. She is very, very, very beautiful. We're bringing the pups in. Hi, Tobes. Hi, Daisy Joe. Hopefully, the pups will get some airtime. Hi, pups. Yeah, she's she's gorgeous. She's got like. Uh, or did you did you find her to have any any sort of? Uh, wait, what does Dixie think about Chinatown? Toby, what you got? Get your way. Any word from Toby? Toby, what you got? Me well too. said. Me too. Well said. Um, yeah, she's 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 so beautiful. I, I want to. I, I put I put a, a Bonnie and Clyde on my on my watch list after Dad Good. said like that was her, her most well known role because she's so great in this movie. She, the scene when when Nicholson calls her out the first time, her body language when they're in the car together, yeah, and her she's she's like oh like you know about that, and she's just yeah. like she doesn't know what to do with herself for a second. Like Jacob Harton, our friend says he, she doesn't know what to do with her hands. Yeah, so she's she's oh oh, and she's like fucking. Just like doing this and like like looks she doesn't know what to do with her head, she just looks down, she hits the yeah. that's when she hits the yeah, the horn. Yeah. But again, that's just like a great little character moment until you realize it was foreshadowing for the fucking end of the movie when her corpse was gonna hit the horn. Dude. So fucking Anyway, crazy. very well written movie. Well 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 done. Um I would say a lot better than Marvel. Yeah. But not better than Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> but but not even close to the other water drama. Not even close. Toby. All right, so I want Sean's opinion on which is the best water drama. Uh, that's tough. That's tough. By the way, this is like you're making fun of me for like loving Avatar. You watch it four times with us. Yeah, I loved it. Okay, Avatar had a brother die, which literally I like had full tears <laughs> for like three minutes. I had full tears. Easily the better grief scene. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't have any tears. Nateri crying because her kid died, dude. But, but, Chinatown, man, that shit was so good. I gotta give it to Chinatown. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What's your favorite water drama, Harvey? 
There's no question about it. There's no question. There's no two cents There's about no it. There's no two cents about it. I've seen this movie three times now, and I appreciate the fuck out of it. Here's 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 what I'll say to to save my uh, mm-hmm. my idiot ass for saying that that Avatar, Avatar two is, is better Avatar than Chinatown. Is better than Chinatown. Uh, which this I will, is I will such a take. This is behind. such a take. I will stand behind that any day of the week. Based. Um, but uh, what I will I will what I will not say is that the pianist okay. or the, the Avatar two is better than the pianist. The pianist is uh, definitely better than <laughs> Avatar two. <laughs> we've had a lot of camera. Uh, we've had a lot of camera things die, and uh, we lost a lot of good stuff. Yeah. But uh, you know what? We had some Chinatown's great jokes. Awesome. We had some great jokes and some great analysis for Chinatown that has lost uh, the pups forever. came in. The pups came in. It was awesome. Yeah. We chilled with Toby. They were really cool. They had some great points. It was. Very... <laughs> they really did. Dixie was especially uh, inquisitive. Dixie's always insightful. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, watch Chinatown. It's awesome. And uh, I, we did this, I think, earlier. But my recommendation for next episode, and we will have another guest two in a row because Zach is. What about next week? Zach is also out. No, he's here too. He he will be. We'll, we'll we'll have another guest. Ah, you're the fill-in. Okay, sounds good. I love guest. being the fill-in. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh yeah. Uh, watch week. uh Man of Steel, which will hopefully coincide with the release of my new video about Blue St- Blue Beetle and the state of the DCEU, which is in interesting. Um, it's an interesting state of being. I would say it's closer to a dumpster fire than anything else. <laughs> I would call it like a optimistically. I would say it's like a rebirth. Right, it's a dumpster fire that turns into a beautiful phoenix. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, but James, Which, dude, James Gunn I, is I at the helm. I think James Gunn might be not it. I think James Gunn might just be a bust, and I'm pretty confident about that actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Please, <laughs> because this is what my whole video is about. Really? Yeah, sort of. I just, uh, I think he can ham it up too much. I think we saw that in the. Uh, Guardians. The, uh, Guardians Christmas special. It was way too hammed up. And I think... To like, be fair, it was a Christmas special. Yeah, I mean, there were great parts of the whatever new... Um, the new Justice Squad or whatever that was. Movie. That was awesome. But I think that if he does that with Batman or something, it'll like kind of work. But it's nothing like Christopher Nolan, like we were talking about before. Like It's nothing like fandom or relevance in the same way that the MCU is. I think he's got it. I think it's movies that work. I don't think he's I don't think he's got that. I don't I think, think he's got the world building. I, I, I think I hear what you're saying and uh-huh. I do think that he can probably look beyond uh the family friendly guardians thing and make some different shit and make mm-hmm. some make like but again, I will say the Guardians movies, despite their faults and the fact that uh thirty five to forty five percent of the jokes fall flat um, they do have heart and they mm-hmm. have soul, mm-hmm. and that is something that the Marvel movies generally don't have. Yeah, but they don't have hype. What's a James Gunn movie that had hype or like had cultural relevance after the fact? Bro, the Guardians movies were extremely successful. The third Guardians movie is the third highest grossing movie of the year. Yeah, but that's like what we were talking about before. Like, I'm sure Aquaman made a lot of money and Transformers makes a lot of money. But I wouldn't call them relevant. Um, but there's okay. But the MCU, it's not like the MCU is new. The MCU's been around. The MCU's mm-hmm. been a thing. Mm-hmm. So he's just made a great MCU movie. He yeah, made but, three yeah, of them. Yeah, but Iron Man was culturally relevant. Yeah, because it was the first one. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, but he's not okay. But he's not create. He didn't create a new MCU. He he just put another good movie into the, onto the library shelf. He is okay, that's creating true. a new that's thing true. for DC. So it's possible that you, that what you're saying is true and that he that he's like doesn't know mm-hmm. how to how to 
harness the hype of a new Superman. He's making mm-hmm. a young Superman movie. Uh, okay. Superman Legacy. I don't think it's even been cast yet. It's so far away, dude. It's like eight years or something. No, shit. it's like 2025. Four. Like late 2025, probably. It's not that far. It's not that far. But it's still like, it hasn't even, there's zero photography yeah. done. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, it's interesting. I, that's what I thought was interesting about it. And I will be I am making a video about it. Okay. It's almost done scripting. So next week, it's on the chopping block. That's awesome. So yeah, watch, watch Man of Steel because it's going to be relevant to what my video is about. Mm-hmm. Don't watch Blue Beetle. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> Uh, but do who's actually gonna go watch it? Yeah, just after this episode. But do go watch the Flash. <laughs> I still have not seen it. I'll come back with a thumbs up or thumb thumb. How many thumbs up score? I'll come back. I'm. I think it's gonna be a zero. That's my. Uh, that's my prediction. So Sean it, hates Marvel movies for good reason. I so Sean, Sean has been. Sean, here's here's what happened to Sean. Sean found out that Marvel <laughs> was bad way before I did. Yeah. Sean discovered that the that was that it was mostly all formulaic, boring nonsense like four or five years ago. Yeah. And uh, it took me like three years after yeah. he. But, but you've been off the Marvel train for yeah. for forever. And then uh, I got off the Marvel train. Pretty recently, before Infinity War, I was off the Marvel train. That's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. I was f- I was full bored on that baby. Dude, by the time Black Panther one came out, I was like, I again, hate Black Panther. Again, like, yeah. yeah, it's fine. Bit fishing. I forgot about bit fishing. We have to bit fish. You want to do that? Yeah, that's it. Right. What we got? This will be recent stuff because it's on my like immediate note. Uh-huh. Wait, just read it out loud. Just read it. Read it okay, without okay, without okay, reading okay, ahead. Okay, okay, okay. And then and, and then and then this and then, one. Okay. Oh God! First five seconds of "Come as you are," cut off when "Come." Yeah, come. Come. That'd be funny. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'll do it right now. Come. Come. That's funny. <laughs> okay, so it's like Just come. What is "Come as you are"? Is that a song? Yeah, fucking Nirvana song. Come. Uh, come. Okay, this one. A couple of folks, and they're both at home. That's why they're called. The folks at home. I was thinking of like a, a good jingle for our fucking thing. I couldn't think of anything. It's the spitball era. <laughs> okay. I'm spitballing. Spitball era. Couple of folks and they're at home. Spitball. That's okay, so let's, let's spitball let's spitball jingles. Let's go ahead. Okay, okay, okay. Um, that, I, that was my contribute. Okay, okay, okay. It goes. Dun, dun, it's like a Christmas special. It goes. Dun, 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 dun. Uh-huh. We're doing Christmassy. We got Zach. We got Harvey. Uh-huh. We got the folks, and we're all in place. Let's take it. It's horrible. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. They're pl- in place. Okay, let me think. Let me think. In, let me place. Think. in place. Shut up. Uh... Got no water over there. No. <laughs> I know. Me too. You're out. I like. I like jingle. I like jingle. Let's come up with a jingle. It's fun. Let's get some water first. No. I'm Fuck thirsty, you. Bitch. We're ending this. <laughs>